o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. On July 4th, 1776, we declared our independence. In 1788, we ratified our Constitution. And to this day, every officer, law, and division of American government has existed solely for the purpose of protecting our unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, until the Trump administration came along. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the pre-Independence Day edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on uh, IndieMediaWeekly.com, Worldwide Radio for Humans. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, in the heart of it all, uh, of course, uh, the, our, our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, it's Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Uh, hello, and to uh, to you and all the boys as well. Yes, hi, everybody. Look at my boys are jerks who don't believe in the pursuit of happiness. Clearly. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, but uh, but that's okay. Yeah, what so, the well, hell is going on? What is going on? Oh, my God. Well, well, we'll get to that momentarily. But, um, yeah, so Joe is running a little bit late. He'll join us uh, when he can uh and uh yeah so hang tight and mr santorsa will will be here with us but um yeah so uh, uh rain happy almost independence day yes thank you you too my friend yeah thank and did you. you know homelessness started two years ago homelessness started two years ago is this something i missed is <laughs> yes yes <laughs> what did i miss yes. now um, uh, Tucker Carlson uh, had an interview with Dotard, oh. and he literally said that you know the filth, basically homeless people started two years ago, and um, people people have to walk through them to get to work, and it's a tragedy, and he's going to look into it, and also. Police officers are getting sick on the beat because of homeless people. Oh my God! I'm not kidding. Was this the was, know, was this in North Korea where they did the interview? Because you know Tucker I went over the, there with them. I him. think the interview was in North Korea. I think it was pre-recorded. That part I can't confirm. It was definitely pre-recorded. But yes, I know you were busy today. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's what I woke up to. Homeless homelessness started two years ago. Yeah, it sounds pretty reasonable. The fuck. I, I, I mean, uh, he's get, Trump's going to look into it. Was yeah, it, he's it, thinking seriously about doing something about it. Maybe, maybe Melania can look at it and point at it, and that can be part of her be best uh, program. Be best, uh -huh. be best, and have yeah. resilience. 
Oh my god, I hate these people. So, <laughs> tree <Yes>. peelers. <laughs> we need more tree peelers in the world. But anyway, uh, happy Independence Day to all of our uh, listeners out there. I, I got an email from Kevin in D.C. Uh, and oh, yay! He says he, he's going to try and check out the show tonight, and he might call in. So, we'll oh, do ex- good. I don't have audio for tonight, so we'll do extended open phones uh, this evening. Uh, probably in the second hour. Um, but I thought it would be fun since my sister Rain is here. Um, we would talk a little bit about, uh, since you just got done doing a huge, huge party. You did a lot of the cooking yourself. Um, well, Bob did most of it. I gotta, I gotta give him, yeah, but you know, the process and things like that. So, yes, uh, the sous chef. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Susan is my Susan chef. So, um, and and uh, and of course, by the way, uh, never use the term "lazy Susan" around her. She she will correct you and say, "No, that's a lazy Ken." So, <laughs> <laughs> just so everybody knows, yes, you. The, it, she is. Uh, it is decreed that there the lazy Susan does not exist. It is called a lazy Ken. Um, okay, that's kind of funny. I I I'll take it because I'm I'm lazy, but I get shit done. Uh, and today was a, a time of getting shit done because I took the day off of work. I basically kind of went into my boss's office and I was like, you want me to take off tomorrow because I don't, I'm not going to have anything to do. And then I, I kind of like did a reverse psychology thing, you know, like you just want me to take off. Cause I mean, there's nothing in literally, I would have been sitting there just doing nothing. Cause yesterday I had nothing to do. So I did everything else that I, I, needed to do you know got my office straightened up paperwork put away you know because i have like paperwork that comes at me fast and furious and i gotta uh, uh you know constantly file it away and get it ready to go to the off off-site storage facility iron mountain um and uh and yeah so i got everything done and she was like do we have everything we need and i was like yep you got it you got this 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 and this and i also did this and that and this other thing and uh, so she was like, just, "All right." Just, just that. So basically, I have, um, I have like two weekend, three three weekends in a row, kind of. <laughs> so because uh, last night I, I stayed up and I got a lot of a lot of good stuff done. I stayed up really late too, uh, but it was fun because it was like you know it was really nice out in the garage and everything, and uh, got stuff done out there because uh, we're planning on having another our anniversary party here. Um, uh, coming up at the house, we're going to do like a clam bake kind of thing. Nothing too big. Um, but we want to try out. We have these, those old uh, graniteware stackable um, uh, clam bake pots, Rain. Well, you know, with the Ooh. clam, the, the one with the clam juice spout, uh, with the spout at the bottom and everything. They're all labeled I, and cool looking. So I think I know what you're talking about. I think I do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're just, you know, you, you stack them all up in a, in a little tower. Uh, we actually have extra ones. We could probably stack it up like seven feet with the amount of pots we have. They're from Susan's folks. We're going to, we're going to figure out exactly how many of them we need this year and maybe sell off some of the other ones. Um, but I think we only have one with the clam juice, uh, pot with the spout on the bottom. Um, but, uh, clams. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun, and we're gonna and we're and so basically the plan is, and we, you know we're gonna cook all of our stuff for the clam bake, and then when that's done, we'll see how many of those crabs that we that we brought home we can like re-steam. So you mm, know, mm, mm. how many did you end up bringing home? 
three gallon Ziploc bags full when I got home. Wow. I mean, the claws are like poking holes in the bags in the freezer. <laughs> so uh, they're jam packed. Yeah. So, so quite a few, quite a few uh, to answer your question. And I, I've got some extra old bay today, but that was the thing. I, we got the, I was kind of excited cause we wanted to get out of the house cause we don't have AC. So it was a little oppressive in the house, uh, around noon. And I was like, we got to get out of here. Um, so I was, I said, let's, since I'm off today, let's go ahead and get all of our shopping done for the 4th of July and beyond for, you know, food and, and stuff. Beyond. Yeah. And, and so in the mail, I got like sale flyers for like four different grocery stores. And I was like, and I was like, all right, let's go cherry picking. <laughs> so, and, and I've been speaking of which I found the place with the best prices on cherry. That was Aldi's. So I went into Aldi's. They had a big sale on hot dog buns. So I got four packs and I threw them in the freezer uh, because, you know, I always like to have hot dog buns on hand because I got the, you know, uh, you know, it's an easy go to. I, I get these chicken hot dogs that are really good. So uh, so we got that. And then, of course, I'm uh, for the 4th of July. I'm going to make my chili again. Uh, so, of, of course, not the special chili that got made in D.C. with venison. So I'm, I'm going ahead and, and doing. So good. Yeah, it was really good. I got to say, I was worried because I, I I thought maybe I had my balance off. But honestly, I think if there was a bigger pot, if you guys had a bigger crock pot, I don't think you I measured out. It. No, no, no. I think I didn't measure out enough spices for a bigger pot. So I think it worked out really well. And, so, and for everybody in the chat room, everybody mm -hmm. in the chat room, I know we're still talking about the party. Next year, I want you all to, to show up. If you can, it'd be great. I mean, we, we put it out this year months in advance. We've got hotel mm -hmm. rooms that are nearby. Best Western rooms. I know it's a hall, but it's it's like it's like turn up the night and Mama and the Mook stock meets yeah. brew club members mm -hmm. and and this year family. And neighbors. So. And neighbors, yes. Yeah, new neighbors. So and dogs. And dogs. And by the way, the dogs are much smaller than I thought they were. I don't know why I thought they were bigger. I thought they were more like, you know, man-sized dogs, but they're not. They're actually a very. No, reason I said they were fifty pounds. They're just they're they're long and slender. Yeah, yeah, they're not. You know, I don't know why. I guess in the pictures, uh, uh, you know, they're like I don't know for some reason they just looked a lot bigger to me. So, but uh, I guess I was thinking like Irish wolfhounds or something. <laughs> you know, well, those um, are big dogs. Oh yeah, those they're like, like horses. Those are like mini horses. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I, we, we went around and I, and I, we got the, we got, uh, th so I got, uh, 80% lean ground beef. And then of course I like a starter meat for my chili when I cook it overnight. So I got, a, uh, like three kind of small eye of round steaks. So those will, those will go on my chili for 4th of July. So, uh, and, uh, yeah, and I'm pretty excited about it. So we, we go to the same party just about every year over at our friends, Doug and Stacy's and they, it's pretty funny. Cause they like have the, they have like shaving cream fights <laughs> with the kids in the street, you know? So, oh, that's fun. So, yeah, you know, and, uh, we've taken our nephews there a couple times, so it's, it is fun. Uh, but yeah, the, the food spread is, uh, you know, uh, not quite on par with uh, what you have at your party, uh, but you know, um, they, you know they, they've got a pretty good spread. Um, but yeah, 
And um, Su- uh, Stacy, Susan's best friend from forever, since college. Oh. So. Yeah. So this year, in years past, in years past, we used to go to um, the tidal basin, mm-hmm. and we found a little place that's outside of the secure perimeter in D.C. We'd, we'd sit like kind of just east of um, the Jefferson Memorial. Hung okay. our feet over. We'd bring, you know, wine and cheese and just, we found it. It was a great little place. And um, we did not do that in, in 2017 or last year. And we're not doing it again this year. Uh, I, I can't, yeah. I, I, you know, just political reasons the last two years. Because I just, it, the joy, the joy of it just wasn't there for me. Well, um, you know, uh, I saw a great political cartoon uh, over at uh, the Brad blog today, and it and it has Trump standing in front of a, a banner that says "A Celebration of uh, Me Rucka," you yeah. know, because it's all about him. Everything's all about him. Memorial Day was Memorial Day. D Day was Donald yeah. Day. You know, uh, you know, he thinks he thought Budweiser named the named their beer America after him. His birthday's on fucking Flag Day, so he thinks, you know, um, th- that's a sibling he can hump. You know how he likes humping family members, so. Oh, he and he also likes to hump flags. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. He thinks, the, he thinks, the, the, he thinks he's related to the flag, so he thinks he can touch it oh, inappropriately. God. Here's the thing I want people to remember, is that the normal... Um, the normal 4th of July parade that happens, I, I think it's Constitution or independence, the normal parade that happens every Mm -hmm. year is happening again this year. The Capitol Fourth is happening again this year. Yeah. You know, that's where they have the big concert in front of the Capitol, you know, on on that side of the mall. Mm -hmm. Those things are still happening. And and I I don't I don't blame the media for not making this really clear because this shit Thing that's happening over at the Lincoln Memorial, and and I don't even know. Nobody here in D.C. actually knows what's going to happen on Thursday. They don't know. I mean, he keeps talking about the Blue Angels and and Air Force One, the flyover. None of that's really been confirmed. Yeah, maybe he'll give tours you know, of the Shark Shuttle. I, he's just he's a horrible person, mm-hmm. which I think we all know. Well established, but. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we haven't gone to the parade in probably ten years because it's Fourth of July. It's really hot, and I think I think part of it is that you know it's kind of like when you live in a certain area, you don't have to do it every year. Yeah. So you know we haven't done that parade in in years, but we did. We stopped going to watch the Fourth of July fireworks on the mall in our little special place you. under a tree once he became. The occupant of the White House, I and, and this year, that. this year even more. We decided we're going to go to the Tacoma Park parade, which I heard is really kitschy. Fun. So, cool. So, and then we'll come home and take care of the dogs because they hate fireworks. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I like to try and get home. Uh, I, I like to try and race out of Lakewood. Like we watch a little bit of the fireworks and leave before the finale because that that's where the party is. Um, and, um, and then get home and try and, you know, coddle the cats a little bit, you know? So, excuse me. Is Joe with us? Is Joe on the call? 
Not yet. Okay. I think it, I, he showed up in the chat room, and I was... Uh, oh, I missed him. Well, did he? I thought somebody said hi, Joe, in the chat. So, um, oh. yeah, he is I'll, in the I'll, chat. I'll go message him again. He said he was going to be I'll, late. I'll, 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 I'll take care of that. Go ahead and uh, finish what you were saying. But, um... I, I did, what was I? Wait, 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 what was I going to say? What was I? Gonna explosions. Say? Yeah, the dogs don't like the explosions. There was something else. There was some. Anyway, it, <laughs> it disappeared. It it, it went it off like a like an M eighty. Oh no, I do remember. From what I am understanding, so we had a lot of rain here around five thirty six o'clock, mm-hmm. and from what I'm understanding, his his crap show is supposed to happen before like the actual the actual real i i like i said i don't know what's going on but my fingers are crossed that we're going to have torrential downpours tomorrow evening (laughs) and tomorrow or or thursday thursday i'm sorry thursday hi joe no i don't want i don't want torrential downpours tomorrow evening i'm going to be going to see the rolling stones oh okay hiya joe hello brothers and sisters (gasps) joe hey Hello, hello, How hello. How are you? Okay, I'm okay. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, Welcome. so we've, we've just kind of been talking talking a little bit about, uh, you know, our 4th of July plans and how much we hate Trump and <laughs> and uh, and how our pets don't like fireworks. So anything uh, you'd like to contribute yeah. to that? Well, my pets have a mixed reaction. Let's see, Pal hates fireworks. Mm-hmm. So he he just attacks anything he could attack, uh-huh. including PJ. <laughs> oh boy, P, PJ doesn't care. Uh, let's see, Sharky, he'd eat fireworks. He don't care. Sharky's a badass. He's a badass. He is one badass. <laughs> Sharky is yep. He's he's a he's a badass. Uh-huh. And uh, the little guy, Bob's. Uh, Little throttle, uh, or we call him Arm, mm-hmm. Army Navy. <laughs> um, he's the brothers. he's the one that's a different. He's a yeah, he's a Karen Terrier. Yes. Okay. Toto. 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 Oh. Yep. So he doesn't care. See, because our our Roy is terrified. He shakes, and and Duke gets really nervous, and Earl he doesn't like it, but he's like meh. Whatevs. Yeah. Every now and then, you know, Earl will be like, shut up, stop your whining. Urgh. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the same thing with Pal. Pal gets a little irritated with the others if they carry on. But um, same same with thunderstorms. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got... I'm surprised Tim isn't behind me right now because we had some thunder earlier and there's been, like, idiots. Well, yeah, we were coming back from, like, going to the fourth grocery store we went to today. Um... And uh, and by the way, I stocked up on push pops and fruit pops because there was nothing I wanted more today than uh, uh, you you know those orange flavored push pops. I gotta love mm-hmm, those things. Mm-hmm. So the big long ones. Um, they're they're kind of no, they're not real. They're just kind of like a I guess for lack of a better comparison, about the size of a toilet paper roll, <laughs> the tube, you know, the empty cardboard. Oh, okay. You know, and it has a yeah, little yeah. stick in you, and you push it up, and it's kind of obscene. Oh, we, no, we used to have... It was yeah, just and it's orange. Long. It's orange. It sounds mm-hmm. gross. We but I know they're long, delicious. Uh, it was like about a 
two foot long plastic bag with like frozen flavored ice. Oh yeah, which squeaks. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, we've get, we've oh, got yeah. uh, you know I've had those before. Those are like uh, flavor ice, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, I used to. You know, I was talking to Susan the uh, earlier today, and I thought it was funny because a year or two ago we were over at. Um, Susan's sister's house and my nephews uh, they they asked me to get them popsicles because I was like in getting a, a drink or something and they were like Uncle Ken can I have a popsicle I'm like okay what color do you want and Jacob's like I want red and then Noah's like I want the you know the white one whatever that one is <laughs> you know so, so I, <laughs> I think it was like pineapple or something like that uh, or uh, lemon yeah maybe lemon and um, so so I got them for them. I snipped off the tops, and they're like, yay, popsicles. A little while later, like, later, Karen, Susan's sister, yells, and she's like, who laid this red popsicle right here? And it like, got all over the tablecloth or something. They just like laid it down on the table, and it melted. And, and Jacob immediately looked and went, I didn't do it. And I looked at him, and I said, Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> Yes, Jacob. You did. And he's like, I okay. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can't blame this on your little brother. He got the white one. You got the red one. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and and I said to Susan, I said to Susan, you know the thing about that is, is if I had a popsicle as a child, I never laid that sucker down. That thing stayed in my hands until I was just like sucking that little bag dry <laughs> you yeah, know the juice the juice in the end and you'd just be like yeah yeah and it, it, like you suck really hard and it runs up the sides of it you know and yes. you know and, and then you blow That's into nice. it and then and, and you know you reinflate it and then suck the air out of it and try and get them you know everything to get that last little bit of juice but no kids today they just it's... lay the popsicle down on the table and have it melt into a bargo you know <laughs> Didn't Isn't you that... uh, guys have the double popsicles with the double stick? Oh, yeah. We got those from the ice cream man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you break them in half. Oh, yeah. They, the banana Share ones. Them. Oh, my God. Oh, they, I, yeah. I usually hate fake-flavored banana things, but that's like oh, no, the no. only fake banana fl- thing I, I like. I those are so them. good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, now, this is a good. this is a good conversation to have. Is favorite summer treats because on a day like today, I was I was in the grocery store with Susan and I said I just want all the refreshing things today, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> I just want every refreshing thing. So I'm like, I'm loading up the cart. I've got Gatorade. I've got you know potato salad. <laughs> you know, just just things that are cold and and you know not saying potato salad's like oh that's refreshing, but you know having a nice cold salad at your disposal instead of making a hot meal. That's nice. Yes. Um, no hot meals. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 I. Yeah. I actually. The only thing I. I wanted to eat before the show. I had some leftover mashed potatoes from Popeyes, and I had those. So. Um, but I did heat them up, and they were With delicious. Gravy? No, I don't get the gravy because of the gout. So I just put butter on them. Uh, They're quite delicious. I sprinkled a little dill on them too. Um, ooh. So that's fancy. Um. But yeah, I you know I love those popsicles, Joe. The ones that you break in half, you know. And I hated it when I I had to hate I hated it when I had to share them. Oh well, you know I always share. 
Well, I, you know, the thing yeah, was... We were forced to share. My mom didn't... She was like, I only have a dollar. You oh, we your should, sister can share. Yeah, we had to share them. But you know the worst part about those things is all one side almost every time got like the whole skinny part in the middle <laughs> you know like you'd snap it in half and like yeah. like you know part of the other side of the popsicle and you know whoever of course obviously whoever broke it's going to hand off the the you know the the skimpy that one <laughs> that was me nissa used to be like mom and I'd be like mom you made me buy it this is like my i deserve it i bought it you give her an extra bite. Yeah. So. Who gets the skinny part in the in the middle? That's the main thing. Yeah. Is that that's and that's just delectable too because you just kind of chew that off like you're eating a ear of corn, you know? Well, just kind of like go extra. right down the side. It's extra. It is. If I kept both sides, I would eat one, keep the stick, and then scrape the skinny part with the stick. There you go. <laughs> See, now you're reminding me of something else I used to get from the ice cream man, and it wasn't ice cream. Oh, what, what, what was it? <laughs> well, hey now. Oh, I know we've talked about this. <laughs> oh my god! Before. It was the lickum, the lickum sticks. Oh yeah, 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 I love those. I just and saw it was those like the other day. Three different flavors, and you know, like it was three different flavors of basically sugar candy. There was lime, grape, and cherry, and then there was like a stick of vanilla. And that thing was the mo- that thing was like the most delicious thing. The stick. I loved that stuff so you'd lick the vanilla stick and you'd put it in the sugar cake oh my you know what God. it tastes you I know what it tastes like that. you know what that tastes like uh the same flavor it, it, white smarties have the same flavor as the the stick. yes yeah yes it's like just oh. yeah but yeah that was the that was that was some magic i love those things i just saw those the other day somewhere i swear to god i i forget where we were it might have been when we were in Maryland. I'm not sure. So, but I saw those somewhere and I was like, oh, I should get some of those. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to eat them. I think they, they were called Lick'em Sticks, I believe. They were called Lick'em Sticks. Oh, exactly. I love them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they were good stuff. So, oh, look at that. Zelda they, showed up in the chat room. There was Hi, a Zelda. We've got a good sized chat Zelda. room tonight. There was a, a nice shop on Cape Cod in Falmouth uh, that had. All penny candy. It was called Uncle Bill's. Of course, he's not there anymore. He used to have a restaurant. And then attached to the restaurant was like a gift shop. And he had the old penny candy counter. Oh, God. Yeah, we had one of those down the street. And the little bags that you used to get, you know. Mm -hmm. And then say, I'll have two pennies worth of that, five cents worth of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the the licorice dollars. And, oh, yeah. Oh, it was really. And you'd load it up. And now all that stuff will kill me. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. We have we have a place like we have a place like that near us. It's called Franklin's, mm-hmm. and Franklin's is a brewery and a restaurant. And next to it, there's the Franklin's General Store. And so it's great because the parents go to Franklin's to get the beer and the food, and the kids are like, "Can I run around the General Store?" And there's all the little penny candy and all that stuff. Yeah, I uh, all those little old time toys mm-hmm. and oh. Mm. Yeah, the penny candy. We we had a place down the street from us in New Waterford, uh, just down the street from Dad's house, and it was a it was a pizza joint, ice cream joint, and they had penny candy, and uh, they had the best pizza too. Their pizza, oh my god! I wish I could have shared that pizza with the world before they went under because they were it, it was the best pizza ever. Oh. 
Um, <clears throat> and they used aged Scamorza uh, cheese on it. Uh, that, that's an aged mozzarella. It has a nice little bite to it mixed with the fresh, the, not the fresh, but, you know, shredded mozzarella that they buy in bulk. But it had Scamorza added to it, and it was it was so good. It was chewy. You know, it was that kind of cheese that you just, it, you, it, you're, you're chewing for a while, you know. Um, and, uh, but they had, uh, they had the penny candy and we, they had, uh, what I used to love to get is they had, uh, they had Swedish fish, but then made out of the, they, and they had purple Swedish fish, but they also had little raspberry looking candies that were made out of the Swedish fish stuff. And they I remember those. And they had uh, the purple one. They were like grape Swedish fish tasting berries. And I used to just go down and just get like, I, I, you know, give them 50 cents and they wouldn't even count. They would just like take a big fistful and put it back and say, there you go. <laughs> you know, and we just walk around town with our little paper sacks full of candy, you know, uh, and yeah, it, but it was great because I mean they had so much stuff. You know, they had like had little good and plenties and stuff like that, and mm. um, not not good and plenties, bit of honey. That's what I meant. Um, uh, I love bit of honey. That's a that's a that's a fun fun bar of candy. Let me tell you. So anyway, well yeah, let's keep this conversation going. This is fun. Uh, you know, unless we think about uh, our you know asshole dictator we'll we'll do open phones uh for uh, uh all of our two uh just let us give us a, a little time for name calling and stuff um but yeah we'll come back we'll talk more about um uh summer treats or fond memories or things we can't eat anymore <laughs> uh i but joe i'll tell you what i had a double cheeseburger today that's okay the party de- the party derailed my anti my 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 pro gout diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I still have my emergency meds. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's okay. I just pop a few pills and my sugar goes back to normal. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yes. So, uh, but all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and uh, go to the uh, go to the break and uh, let's find a a nice uh, spirited song from uh, from Bobber. And, um, hmm, what would be a good one for, uh, what would be a good one for, for the 4th of July? Hmm. You know what? I think maybe we'll just go with the list because it's a good summer song, uh, you know, and it's his newest. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more of this pre-independence day, turn up the night, uh, Tuesday edition right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com
Cooking for one Doesn't matter if the egg goes dry Now we're round here to complain Or clean the shells from the drain Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worth It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. I made it back just in the nick of time. I had to run in the other room real quick and get a beer. Boy, did that first drink taste good. Uh, welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, of course, joining us, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome. We're getting thunderstorms here. Yeah, I thought we were going to get some here, but uh, I, they might come in around 9. I don't know. Uh, that's what that's what Siri said. So, uh, And, uh, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., Welcome back to you as well, my sister. Well, we may be getting thunderstorms again around 9 o'clock, but at least we won't be getting 5 or 6 feet of ice like they did in Guadalajara, Mexico. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that was bonkers. That was that was insane. <laughs> Those pictures. That I mean, cars were buried under it. It was up to the up to the windows. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, that was nuts. 
And just and I mean, not, I love yeah. what the governor of that particular state said. It's like, well, are we going to still argue about climate change? Yeah. <sighs> There's no such thing as man-made climate change. It's just the baby Jesus having a tantrum. Uh, so Yes, the baby Jesus <laughs> shit hail and ice all over Guadalajara. Every time they won't do. Every time somebody says Guadalajara, my, I, I, Guadalajara won't do. What song is that? That's Steely Dan. I know it's that. It's a Steely Dan song. Um, it's my old school. My old school. Yeah, never it's going my old back school. to and my old school. Yeah. Little, little trivia. Little trivia. The school that he talks about in there is Bard mm-hmm. College, which oh. was right down the road from where I lived when I was living in New York. There you go. Very cool. You know, and all that talk about candy on, on the break, I was like, ooh, I got some gummy bears earlier today. I'm going to go grab a handful of those. So it's cool because they're wild cherry gummy bears and like blue uh, blue raspberry ones. So my two favorite colors in ooh. one bag. So Those are good Those yeah, are good flavors, good too. Good flavors. Good colors and flavors. <laughs> they're blue and red. Um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so, uh, and, and oh, also, I don't know if I told this, I think I might have mentioned this to you guys at your party when Nissa was there, um, and, I, I'm, but Susan got me this, uh, she went to Chicago a few weeks ago for a Dragon Boats thing, and she went to this candy store, and she asked the guy, well, what, you know, what's a good present for, you know, my husband, he likes, you know, you know, he likes candy. And so they they had these little plastic like well it's, and it's called a candy bar so it's a like a bar that serves candy, um, and they have these like little plastic uh, beer can looking things that you know you twist the lid off and you f- can fill them up basically they're like for X amount of money you can fill this with as many gummies as you want and he's like and just cram the gummies in there they don't have feelings they won't mind and uh <laughs> that's what she said the guy said so she got me all these crazy different gummies in the thing and she did a lot of like you know two of these two of these two of these two of these and i asked her i said by chance were was there a beer flavored gummy in there and she's like yeah i got two of those what did you think and i said and i was like it and, and you know now that i've had time i i, I told her I, I said they were disgusting uh, but you know what? It, what they remind me of, if anybody's ever walked into a, a like a bar or a club or something like that, the day after a, a heavy drinking show, <laughs> and it, before the cleaning crew's gotten there, and the floor just smells like sweet, sticky, ra- rotten beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what they taste like. Is that smell? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I like beer, but leave it out of my candy, my. God, we we were given a couple of years ago. You know the Jelly Bellies. Yes. Beer Jelly Bellies, same exact thing. It was like oh. no, nope, nope. This well, this tastes like licking up the floor. Well, who was I talking to at your party about Jelly Bellies? And they were talking about they tried the bamboozled ones. They're like, oh yeah, I tried oh, that them. That was probably Nissa. That was probably my I, sister Nissa. It, she loves Jelly Bellies. Yeah, it was her because I was like, you even tried those, and she's like, yeah, yeah. And, and Susan has tried them before. And I'm like, I will not even. I'm sorry, a skunk flavored jelly bean, grass clippings, it. barf flavored. I mean, what? That's, and who's you know what? The question is, who is the person tasting all that stuff? Well, to get a flavor profile to put it in a product. Well, that's that's a good point. 
I mean, that's the same person who probably did the um, the flavor profile of the earwax. Do you remember that Jelly Belly came out with earwax? Oh God! Yeah, they did. I know. They did it was it was it was the, the Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. Oh yeah. But because they mm-hmm. had they had jelly beans or something in Harry Potter that tasted like snot. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. So gross. However, snot tastes. Yeah, it's gross. I don't know if Nissa ate the. She might have. Yeah. She's she's a parent. Well, Francie does have a good did. point. That the the Guinness ice cream is very good. Yes, I will say there are certain kinds of desserts, you know, like you know, but but I would say overall for like confections, like you know, unless it's something like a liqueur filled chocolate or. You know, dri- you know something like uh, tiramisu, and I'm sure I said that horribly, Joe. Um, so you know, with with the, Tira- the huh tiramisu. There we go. Yeah, and you know they use booze to soak the lady fingers in that. Um, I think they use sherry. Is it sherry they use? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, there we go. We got a we got a rim shot for you. Um, and you know, so there are lots of different flavor things, and I'm I'm okay with the you know because there's like Guinness cake out there too, so I'm sure the Guinness cake and the Guinness ice cream probably would be yes, magnificent. But rum is really good for a lot of desserts, you know. So my uh, my mom ma- made a fruit cake that was soaked in rum that was delicious. Uh, I'd, I've done the same, different than hers though, because I I don't I hate that candied fruit with a passion. <laughs> passion fruit <laughs> um but you know that candied fruit they sell that's like rainbow you know green bright green and red and yellow that they they sell in the little plastic containers that stuff is disgusting you, you put in fruit cakes yeah i don't use that i use stuff like craisins and uh you know dehydrated pineapple and stuff like that i won't use you know i won't use that that garbage citron oh Seriously, who thought that that was edible? Um, although citrus with with a, a, a little bit of trivia, citron is the very first citrus fruit, and all other citrus fruits came from citron through divine intervention. No, by man. Uh, yeah, people made oranges, people made lemons, people made limes, people made tangerines, and. Tangelos and whatever. Well, I uh, did not know that. Yes, uh, the original. Uh, yeah, man made oranges. So there you go. A little bit of trivia, and also another bit of trivia: produce trivia. Did you know that the banana tree is a plant and not a tree? I might have. See, I didn't. <laughs> well, and uh, that's all my produce trivia for you. Uh, I might have one later if I can remember it. Um, Are all trees plants? Um, it, it, they it doesn't have a root system like a tree, so it doesn't. Oh. You know, yeah. I mean, um, okay. th- th- it's. Uh, I, I don't know how they classify plants from trees, but technically, it's banana tree is a banana plant, not a banana tree. So okay. I don't know how that works, but anyway. Um, so yeah, look at this. All kinds of wacky talk uh, on the program tonight. Uh, apple is not an apple, or is it pine? No, yes, you are correct. And <laughs> this is so. this is true. <laughs> um, 
but uh but yeah so uh, uh, uh but like i said i'm gonna yes, make my fancy tomatoes uh, are fruit i was just tomatoes, gonna say that tomatoes they are definitely fruit absolutely are so and uh yeah and did you know that way back in the day uh, i i don't rem uh, i don't know if this, this might be an urban legend but i from what i understand i, I think like hundreds of years ago um I don't know how many hundreds of years ago. People used to think tomatoes were poisonous. And oh, no, they didn't, I didn't know that. They didn't use them for a long time. Uh, so I don't know. That's something I'd have to look up. That's something if well, that one of them. for them. Yeah. So, so they missed I out. I love tomatoes. Sure missed out. Um, yeah. Oh, God. It, yeah, we've got, we got some really good. Um, they, they're starting to, have you noticed in the grocery stores, they're starting to sell ugly tomatoes. You know, like you would grow at home kind of tomatoes? Yes. Yes. That's kind of exciting because I'm so sick of tomatoes that don't look or taste like tomatoes from the store. You know? Well, this is the time of year where tomatoes are actually good. Not hot housed. They're actually yeah. grown locally. Mm hmm. And, you know, I, here's the thing about tomatoes it's just like the ones you get from Canada or Mexico. A lot of them are picked when they're green, and they're kind of put into sort of a hothouse type situation. Because mm -hmm. you can pick green tomatoes in, in October and put them in a paper bag, and they'll eventually turn red. Yes. But they just don't have the same flavor. This is the time of year when tomatoes are just real. Oh, oh, here, here. We got, we got tomato information in the chat room. Zelda says it was the leaves. The leaves of tomatoes are poisonous. So, and, um, and KT Kaser says they are from the nightshade family. So that's, that could very well be that everybody's like, don't there eat that. Don't eat it. So. Well, their fruits are delicious. Yeah. Uh, and, and oh, and Grimmy says a banana plant is an herb. That's insane. What? So look at this. All these people, they're throwing everything, uh, at us right now. This is great. I love it. Yeah. You know, Did you know that is, watermelons are a spice. No, I, you're right. They're not. Okay. <laughs> I I, tr I know. I've tried to. Sp I've you tried do to. Do this to me, Joe. I've tried. I've Did tried you ever to. Try to grate a watermelon. <laughs> well, I just try to sprinkle a few over <laughs> over things, you know, like pepper. And I always yeah, end up breaking a dish. <laughs> sprinkle them over your toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Joe gets me every time. Yes, and Francie says, you are correct, Francie. There's always money in the banana stand. There <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, very good. Now, I wonder who got that reference. Is that too old a reference? I don't know. Mm, well, it's, uh, I mean, if, if people cute. remember uh, when that show was good, they'll get the reference. Yeah, uh, not lately. You, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Joe and I yeah. concur and the last season of Arrested Development is horrible. We picked four tomatoes. Four from our early girl plant. Uh, I just killed everything, didn't I? No, I was reading something. No, no, no. You picked four tomatoes. No. Uh, yes, we picked four tomatoes. And oh my God. The early girls are good, mm -hmm. but I'm really waiting for the big boy and the better boy. Oh! <laughs> and the beefsteak, baby. Oh, uh, beef yeah. Steaks. There you go. Oh, damn. So, I like little cherry tomatoes, too. Oh yeah, oh god! They're easy to throw on a salad. You know, you just fling them on. Oh, they're they're easy to. Joe toss them across the kitchen. I do. I I just I stand at the refrigerator and just toss them at the table. Wherever they land, they land. They're also easy to just rub off on your shirt and 
pop them in your mouth while you pull them right off the plant. <laughs> so, yes. you know. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, We've also been picking cucumbers. I'm getting ready to make pickles. Mm. Did you know that cucumbers are a fruit? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no? They're not? Uh, no. I think, I think you just... <laughs> I, I, I don't I, think I, so. They, no, I don't. I, they might be somehow related to... Possibly related to melons. I could see that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, well, if you pick certain cucumbers and put them next to certain they're melons, they're related to melons. And that there you, you go. go it's disgusting store. and dirty and filthy. When you go in the store, the melons and the cucumbers are next to each other. It's, oh, it's really gross. It's inappropriate. No, it's not gross. It's a beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's a sexy time. Yeah. And uh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, where's my fun, sexy time drop? <laughs> What a fun, sexy time for you. Actually, what a fun, Joe? sexy time for you. <laughs> Cucumber is a fruit. No, uh, see? Uh, a cor- yes. The cucumber is an herb. No. <laughs> it's a vegetable. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. It's an herb. You don't sprinkle cucumber on your salad. I do. Yeah, just, you know, I just lay them behind my cats while they're eating. Yeah, I just wait until they get real mushy on the on the counter. <laughs> Grimmy really? says cucumbers yeah. are a fish. <laughs> I don't know if he was. Uh, uh, Grimmy Grimmy also said, and bananas make Ray Comfort go from straight to questioning. So, <laughs> oh, that, there you go. That's a that's an A train one right there. Oh yeah! Please look up Ray what Comfort. What makes something a fruit or a vegetable? Huh? What makes something a fruit or a vegetable? I don't know. Uh, probably um, how it's uh, the type of plant it's grown on. I'm guessing. I don't know. Okay. Oh. You know. I mean, we know that we can safely rule out, like, you know, root vegetables are definitely vegetables because they grow on the ground. There's no fruit, to my knowledge. That grows underground. So, nope. uh, you know, we know that certain vegetables grow on v- or fruits grow on vines, like grapes. Obviously, the French, tomatoes. The f- the French do have a fruit that grows underground. Uh, <laughs> no. What what is it, Joe? The pomme de terre. Oh God! Apples of the ice. There, there you, you go. go. Uh, oh <laughs> and you can and only have 24 of them. You know why? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I like them French fried potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Where did we get off road here? Uh, who well, cares? This is, it's, it's we, have a, we have a big farm here. Um, garden talk. We have so a big farm like here. Talk. You could pick your own uh, strawberries. Wait. They take you out at, yeah. in a big... In a big uh, thing, a big uh, like tractor, they pull behind and do they, take do you they, in the middle of a field, and they do make they you. Bl- pick do they struck. blindfold you? <laughs> the only so you don't see the monsters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we used to have a place like that up in New York, and it was called Greg's Farm, and it was I kind of loved it because it wasn't just you could pick your own strawberries. And it wasn't super expensive, but they they had they had fields of blueberries. They mm-hmm. had um, mm-hmm. 
raspberries, blackberries. They had what? asparagus, and you At could go. You could go pick your own, you know, fruit. Which I, I always loved it. Or vegetables, if you know the difference. Yeah, give me the answer, Joe. I don't know. Clinster okay. says I, uh, cucumbers are people too, my friends. Mitt Romney. So <laughs> yeah. nice callback. Also, at the place where we we had the farm that I was just mentioning, that you could pick your turkey because they raise turkeys for Thanksgiving, and you could go um, pick your turkey. Could you name it? People do. Be like, oh, drumstick, left yeah. drumstick. So you, you go pick it while well, it's alive. Yeah, with left shark. Yeah. Do you, do, 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 now, when you pick it, uh, do you have to climb a ladder and pull it out of the tree, or what the turkey? Yeah, yeah. No. Silly boy. Turkeys don't grow grow on trees. Everybody knows they're a vine vegetable. Oh, okay. I thought maybe the turkeys turkeys were on a a bush. You are so silly. Anyway. If you knew anything about turkey fruit. (laughs) I think we should talk more about how uh, cucumbers are people again. Please proceed, Governor. Yeah, so... I just wanted a, an excuse to play. Pr- please proceed, Governor. <laughs> oh, that was epic! You remember that? Now, President times. brings brings up an interesting question: What's yeah. the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? And I know the answer to that. Do you really? Because I always thought they were the same. Yeah, they are not. Okay. And this is because I shop at Wegmans, and I know because chickpeas are in the regular grocery section and garbanzo beans are in the uh ethnics ethnic food section really joe Mm -hmm. that's how they're different Mm -hmm. that one i don't believe you should (laughs) (laughs) that one i do not thanks obama so (laughs) but it is true they actually put they actually put the Chickpeas labeled garbanzo beans in the ethnic food section. Yeah, I hate the ethnic food section. Why? 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 Ethnic. Ethnic. I, I don't. I, I, don't I just. Know. It's I, just. It's irritating to me because that's not eth- that's not ethnic to somebody who eats it every day. Um, no, I actually think it's kind of interesting because in where we live, the ethnic food section is. It includes you know Mexican and and Asian and mm. you know all these you know. Indian, Indian. Indian and populations that are minorities in the area, right? Thai, Thai. So what I find interesting is that, let's say if I go to the store and I need to get, there's a couple of things. If I want to get um, lard to fry chicken or um, cooking wine Mm. or garlic, those are the three things that come off the top of my head. So if I were to go to the garlic you know the chopped garlic area. There it is, two ninety nine for like four ounces. I can go to the ethnic section and get like a two cup jar for um four ninety nine. It just doesn't like it, three times as much. And and so I just I think we're point, smart enough as a society if people can find where spaghetti and pasta sauce is <laughs> next to the canned but vegetables. That's that's the thing I don't think we are because I think that I think that some of these shopping stores know that they can charge more to white people 
by just putting it out there, knowing that they're probably well, not going to go to the quote-unquote ethnic section. Well, the like, thing that example, pisses me off the, about the, it, the, too, is you go, down an, you go down an aisle, and there's Ortega tacos, you know, taco kits, and, you know, their refried beans and paste picante sauce. And then over in a little section, well, there's Goya products that mm. could go right next to that stuff. I, I agree. I mean, I don't disagree with you on that at all. I agree I with like you it. on that. It's segregation that and it's there wrong. Are shopping. It I think there are grocery stores who know that there are white people who won't go into those areas, the Goya section, to get the cheaper stuff. Bob and I are not those people. I, I just mean, don't. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I get it. I just, I just think that, you know, I don't know. Food it's integration now. Profit. Food integration now. <laughs> All food matters. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, so anyway, um, except okra. Okra can fuck straight off. Um, oh, so see. I hate I like okra. okra. It's it's fuzzy. Well, now I feel now I feel guilty going into the ethnic section. Don't don't. I'm just Jeez. mostly kidding. I go in there for, kinda. I go in there for soy sauce. See? Well. I mean, I, I could. Here's the thing. I, I'm not trying to create a controversy, but I understand what Kenny's saying about this that it should be side by side. Mm -hmm. But then you wouldn't have, like, the old El Paso profits. I, I love going into the sections where they have all these, like, you know, non name brands of, of things, you know, the kosher food. You know, Indian, Thai, Mexican. Hmm. I know I'm missing stuff. I know I'm missing stuff. But it's just, it's like, and, and the spices, even there, mm -hmm. the spices. It's like, oh, look, I can get this spice for 99 cents. And if I go over to the spice aisle in the main, you know, main part of the grocery store, there it is, $5.99 when I can get it for 99 cents over here. Well, it is time for us to go to break. I want to leave everybody with an interesting thought from Zelda. She 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 ponders... You think white supremacists uh, who don't make uh, their uh, white supremacists who don't make it? Wait, LOL. Do you think white supremacists who don't make pasta and tacos? So, I think she meant to say, uh, do you think there are white supremacists who don't make them? I bet you there are. If you if you look at these freaks, you know they probably just eat McDonald's constantly. No, I think that they mm. do make them, and I think that they don't buy them in the um, international section. They buy Taco Bell and Old El Paso. There you go. All right. Well, it is time for us to go to the break. When we come back, uh, I'll open up the phone lines so everybody hang tight. Uh, we got a great chat room out there. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after. Oh, let me say this. I bring you a message, a message few of you will be able to believe, a message of great importance, a message I alone was able to read in the fires of the universe. But be not afraid, my friends. I also bring you the means with which to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Remember that. Bring your friends here. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. And now... On with the show. We all know who did it. Welcome to another edition. 
turn up turn up the night with kenny pick what you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle so revolutionary that at this point in time there is nothing else like it anywhere you may ask yourself how is this possible computers that's how he has a machine and a cord right out of his computer prepare to make computer to computer contact that is an idiot idea only macro the internet that's the one with email right you've got mail That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the pre-Independence Day edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live uh, on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. And, uh, of course, joining us, as always, is Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. And, of course, Joe Santorsis, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program, sir. Well, thank you. There ain't no party like a Scranton party. Well, yeah, because we know all about Scranton parties. Uh, we, we've learned a lot. You know. There ain't no party like a Scranton party because a Scranton party <laughs> And I believe we have our first call of the night. Uh, Grimmy, is that you? That's me. Sorry, I couldn't take your call. I couldn't take your call sooner because uh, it, it would have. I got. I got to take calls while I'm on the air. So, uh, don't worry. Talking. Don't worry. So anyway, uh, let me give out the phone number for anybody else who's interested. Since we're doing open phones for this entire hour, uh, maybe even into hour three, I don't care. Phone number to call, uh, and just be patient. When you call, I'll stack up calls, and when it's your turn, just you know, stay quiet until we get to you. But the phone number to call is 330-536-1466. Again, that is 330-536-1466. I will also put that in the chat room for everybody listening live. All right, Grammy, what's on your mind, my brother? Well, uh, the first thing, of course, is the legend of the uh, tomato. Uh, tomato, the tomato has the distinction of being considered both a fruit and a vegetable. Okay, now my mind's blown. If you if you prepare it for a salad, for mm-hmm. a raw salad or on a on a on a sandwich, it's considered a fruit. If you cook it, like for tomato sauce or whatever, then it's considered a vegetable. Oh. So fruits and vegetables are different based on how they're prepared as opposed to how they're grown? I've never heard of another uh, fruit or vegetable being used in that way, but I do know that that works for tomatoes. I don't understand. This is so confusing. It is. So in other words, Grimmy, you're saying a tomato tries to be all things to all people. Well, you could say that about... It does. You could say that about peppers then, too, right? You could. It could be, but I, I don't have any information on it. How about onions? Or onions, I, see? Onions and are if fish. onions are a fruit, <laughs> onions are fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> I've opened up the Pandora's box. <laughs> God damn it. Whoa! God, God damn it! God damn it! God damn it. <laughs> So, if onions are a fruit, then we do have a second underground fruit. Oh. If Joe's first underground fruit was real. Pomme de terre. Mm. Yeah. What is that? What is you, that, Joe? You can tell by the background that I have retaken my public transportation correspondence. 
<laughs> Pomme de terre means apple of the earth. It's a right. potato. It's, it's a potato in French. Pomme de terre. Right. See, I didn't know that. No, see, that's not a fruit. That's a root vegetable. In France, it's a fruit. I like them French fried potatoes. Mm. Underground <laughs> apple. In France, everything is a fruit. I'm so confused. The word tomato French, comes from the Spanish. Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king? <laughs> Not anymore. So, the word tomato comes from the Spanish tomate, which means the swelling fruit. Well, hello. Now, on the other hand, avocado is considered. <laughs> ah, the French. Uh, French. <laughs> yeah, what is an avocado? Avocado is translated means a nut. Uh, alligator pear. Uh, uh, avocado is a, a nut. Thinner? It's a what? nut. It's a nut. It, yeah, it the, is, uh, you know, but sometimes you feel like a nut. Pear. Sometimes you don't. Wait, wait, wait. So if an avocado is a nut because it's got a seed in the middle, what does that make peaches and pears? A spice. No, no, no. Stop. <laughs> All right. Peaches are a form of cannabis. That's why they have a stone in the middle. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> Botanically, See? a tomato is a fruit. Peaches a are cannabis because they have a stone in the middle. Botanically, I like Botanically, a tomato is a fruit, a berry consisting of the ovary together with its seeds. Why do why do horticulturalists hate women? What? Why? Because of the ovary? Yeah, that's a bad joke. It's a what? really bad joke. I gotta run to the bathroom real quick. Real quick. I have a I have an ovary stuck between my teeth. <laughs> oh God damn it! Uh, so. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll let you go to the bathroom then. <laughs> anything that else you want? Fun. Anything else you want to talk about, Grimmy? Before we let you go, uh, the Fourth of July, which is Thursday, is also the birthday of my favorite singer, uh, Baby Metal, Kitty Kimoa. Oh, there you go. Hello. There you go. Hang on one second. <laughs> 20th birthday. All right. Well, um, uh, well uh, Grimmy, we're going to let you go. Uh, we got another caller on the line. Uh, so uh, we'll talk to you soon. All righty. All right. Bye, Happy Bye, Independence Grimmy. Day. Bye-bye. Bye, Ray. So, oh, sorry. I cut him off. Uh, is that you, Zelda? Yes. Didn't you hear the instructions? Remain silent till I call no. on you. <laughs> I, I, think, I thought I heard somebody go. Were you listening to the show or are you just pranking us? What's going on? No, I, I honestly got thought that I dialed the wrong number and it was like a, one of those like things that you dial and it was Zelda. telling me something. And I, I went, yes. I'm so sorry. You're Zelda. supposed to raise McGregor. your hand, Zelda. On radio. On radio. Yeah. You got to raise your hand. Remain well, quiet. But... Let me first of all say pink. Okay. I had to get that out of the way. <laughs> all right, what's going on, Zelda? I'll play your drop one more time. Zelda McGregor. There you go. Ah, thank you. I would like to talk about how dope it is that my homegirl 
local senator who is running for president is talking about eliminating student debt, which I think is really important to talk about. Whether you want to eliminate it or not, it's really important to talk about student debt. Uh, mm-hmm. I certainly have an enormous amount of it. Uh, I feel like I should be forcing people to call me Dr. Master Master. And we're talking uh, about Elizabeth Warren? Own... What? We're talking about Elizabeth Warren, Zelda? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I should have said I'm from Massachusetts. I remember. You know how yeah. I always. You know how I always remember you're from Massachusetts. The fact that you fell into a cranberry bog once. <laughs> twice now. Is that fruit? Jesus or Christ! It's Cran- twice now. I've I've fallen. Cranberries live in a bog. bog. They're fish. Yeah. No, they're they're rice. Cranberry they're, bog. They're rice. One time on a bike. <laughs> on a bike. A bike. Yeah, how do you do that, time? Zelda? I rode a very carefully <laughs> with my friend into on accident, obviously uh, a cranberry bog. And you know what's really weird is I rode a tandem bike with my friend the other day into the local town Burke, and and I wasn't. I know um, I'm really good at cycling, but like I'm not good at being the second hand on a tandem bike. You're also not good at avoiding cranberry bogs, Zelda. What I shouldn't allow is men in front of me on a tandem bike, if you know what I mean. (laughs) No, but seriously. um, And a woman shall lead them. I think this is is a really important topic that I would really like to hear you talk about, is the idea of eliminating student debt. And so many people have gone on Twitter and been bitches about it, like, oh, but I already paid mine off, so how come you should get to have it? Like, well, why don't you just care about other people? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like that argument. I don't like that argument at all about yeah. what about the people yeah, who already have pretty. student debt. It's it's ridiculous. Well, I, I put that arg- argument to rest the other day simply by mm-hmm. saying there's got to be a cutoff somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to relieve well, the debt yeah. back to X. I mean, that's true of any any bill or, or program. There's a cutoff. You know, we relieve debt of all students going back to 2005 or 2010. Well, what about me? I was 2009. I paid mine off. Well, you know, you missed the cutoff. I don't know. You got to help somebody. Yeah, you know, I'm going to take it to a bit of an extreme level. And this is extreme. I'm going to make this really clear mm-hmm. this would be like people saying when when um um J- johnson passed you know the civil rights act into law and the voting rights act into law mm-hmm. this would be like a lot of people saying but what about me i didn't get a chance to vote I, it, at a certain point things need to change and yeah. it sucks that you didn't get to benefit from not having you know, student debt, but things need to change. You know, it, it's like I, I didn't make sense. I didn't go to college, so I don't have I don't have student debt. But I'm also not a woman. But I support women's rights, and I support students' rights, and I support a lot of people who I am dislike in one way or another. Unlike, I'm sorry, not dislike. Unlike, uh, you know, in one way or the other, or different right. from, you know. So, and that's you know. For, for all the, the fucking GOP bozos who want to say, we're the real big tent party. We have the most fat white men, you know, or whatever, you know, where they try to say, we're, you know, no, no, 
libtards are racist because the KKK was founded by demiturds, you know, or whatever, you know. Right. Um, no, no, no. I mean, the, the inclusiveness is not just on, uh, you know, on lines of background or who you love or, you know, how you were born or anything like that. It's about socioeconomic things. It's It's about... Uh, making sure that people, you know, who just are trying to make their way through life don't have to suffer unduly from things like student debt or making sure that they have food that's nutritious. And, you know, uh, you know, I mean, just it, it's 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 <sighs> liberalism is about compassion. Modern liberalism to me in America is about compassion. People might want to call it progressivism. I like liberalism. Um, but I would have to say recognition, though. Recognition of what people are going through, which we didn't used to do. Yeah. It was just all like, oh, yeah. those differences. Toughen up. It's you know. Uh, but, yeah. You know, I mean, I really think that, you know, the, 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 this is important. And I'm glad Elizabeth Warren and, and others have, have been talking about student debt. Uh, but uh, Warren obviously is doing a, a, a masterful she's, job at it. She she's got a plan for that. Yeah. But the thing the thing yeah, is she's got a plan it, for everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. she does. But the thing is, when it comes to to this this whole this to me, I find it to be a very disingenuous debate from people who, you know, the people who I've seen on social media saying, "But what about the people who already have debt?" I, I think that a lot of them are are a little bit older than me. I come from the first generation when Reagan cut the Pell Grants. I had mm -hmm. student debt. I didn't have the kind of student debt that people have now. And and so there is a really big difference. Like when Warren talks about cutting student debt, she is talking about the claustrophobic debt that yeah. so many um, people who are younger than me really have coming out of college. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, and and that's well, way different than you know me coming out of school having you know sixty or seventy thousand dollars in debt. That's different. That's still a lot. It is a lot, but you know what? I had a Pell Grant, mm -hmm. which was really low. You know the the the, the, the you know the um the the amount of money the um help me here percentage uh, the loan. Uh, the interest the the interest rate the interest rate was way lower than what people have nowadays yeah and so i i find that i find that argument what about my debt to be really disingenuous and mm -hmm. um you know what there comes a point where it's like tough shit something's got to change and she's got a plan for that and it's it's too bad mm -hmm. and i know this is really selfish of me saying this it is too bad if you're like a 50 something 50 like me 50 something years old um it, it's too bad that you didn't have your debt taken care of well rain if you don't mind and kenny if you'll give me a moment um yep. i think a big difference here is uh rain and god bless you thank you for saying that uh, when you went to college and what you were paying for it was vastly different um, than what someone like me, I'm 36 years old, uh, what we paid. And we're paying. And That's we'll my pay. point. I'll, I'll, be, I'll die before I pay off my student debt, honestly. 
So, like, we're dealing with that kind of debt that we've been given, along with rising costs in housing, rising costs in child care, rising costs in everything, and stagnant wages that will kind of keep doing it for longer than you might. Um, and our interest rate is so high, like, I don't even want to tell you what I have to pay for my absurd level of college debt. And yeah, I, I will admit that. that I have gone a little bit deep into education <laughs> in a way that maybe I shouldn't have if I couldn't pay for it. I'm managing, but still, uh, you know, I, I do think that I should start forcing people to call me Dr. Master Master <laughs> at this point. But that, that is, <laughs> that is my, my point, Zelda. But exactly, like, it's that kind of crap that we're dealing with. And um, it's it's uh, really the opposite of heartwarming. It's, like, heart-chilling to hear what people are having to do to pay off their student debts. And no one wants to hear it. And I'm so thankful for what you said about that argument about, but I already paid mine. What about me? Well, my favorite... Um, thing that I've seen on the internet this week, I guess, or maybe it was last week, I don't know. But after Liz, like, threw her plan out there, they were like, oh, well, what about this? And they were like, well, oh, I don't know. It was really terrible that I had to help build all these roads. It was just the worst. Like, I had to help build these roads and schools and all this stuff. It was yeah. the worst. And it's like, yeah, exactly. So, chill out. Chill the fuck out, motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. You have a really well-educated, like, populace now. Like, at the best of the situation. Right. It's really frustrating, though, to hear it. Because you're like, hey, if my student loan gets canceled, it just means that my money is going straight into the economy. Exactly. I understand that. So why don't you? Like, I'm just going to put all my money into the economy and that's a good thing. So, you know. Could you imagine really if, if, if uh, like, we didn't have people like you going to college and, like, um, <clears throat> you know, again, being thoughtful and educated and compassionate and then just replace all, uh, everybody like you, everybody like Rain and Susan, you know. Uh, Joe, did you go mm-hmm. to college? Joe, you went to college, right? Uh, I went to the University of Scranton. Oh, okay. But back in my wow. day, it was University of Shelbyville. Shelby, okay. <laughs> uh, you needed a yeah. new heel for your shoe. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> so I wore an onion on my belt. And, yeah. Uh, well, anyway. Well, that's a, an onion's a fish, by the way. No, uh, but, but no, yeah, but no, can, uh, imagine, take was... take all of you guys out of the equation and replace you with the, the largesse of what the Trump cult is in society. A bunch of unemployable people who who, you know you know aren't even qualified to like pick up dog shit um you know just imagine that i mean you know basically idiocracy that's what we would have if republicans had their way you know mm-hmm. with yeah. pe- people like yeah, I, betsy devos go away bait hey, you know oh, <laughs> i can't believe how much debt that my friends kids have you know um it, it, it when I went to the University of Scranton, I was paying $125 a credit. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Right? So, the the way debt has, has piled up on these kids, 
how do you expect the economy to go forward? How do you expect people to be productive and contribute to the economy if we're going to saddle them with debt for the education we demand they have uh-huh. to get the better jobs? Yeah, well. well, that's the that's one of the biggest problems. I mean, what Zelda is saying about if you were to take away, you know, j- her debt, I, I. Because I really do like Elizabeth Warren's plan a lot, uh, but I, there's there's a certain point because I try to think of okay, how can we make this happen? If we were somehow to be able to just take and get rid of the interest rates, and remove you know the you know mm-hmm. the private the privatization of of student loans, um, even then th- there would be more money being pumped into the economy, and. I really do believe that a lot of, you know, people Zelda's age and younger, they they would be able to get better paying jobs. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be so desperate just to take any job that came along just to pay the debt, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Oh, because absolutely. I know, you know, in the 80s and 90s, before shit went downhill, um, and before I went through a really, really hard time, you know, financially in my life, mm-hmm. I remember there was a time when I could choose a job where I felt like, you know what, this is not the job I want. Sure. I can afford to live on this, you know, this <clears throat> this amount of money per year. Yeah. And I don't need that job. I can I, wait. I, yeah. And we don't I, have that now. Yeah, I encountered that a little bit under the Clinton economy for sure. Yes, um, yes. You know, um, but uh, but uh, we we are gonna have to get going to the break. But before we do, I, I really need to play this. Uh... Go away, Baton. There we go. <laughs> I got it out of the way. And I also love this, uh, Jason Bowie. Uh, 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 <laughs> of course, Zelda's uh, good buddy uh, <laughs> says uh, his the Dump Kids is the name of his Smash Mouth cover band. <laughs> Okay. The irony of that is Smash Mouth uh, essentially is a cover band (laughs) comprised of a bunch of comprised of a bunch of douchebags. Um, except for that. Oh my God, that All Stars song, whatever the fuck that that is. Oh my. I don't know what. Oh my. Uh, No, no, don't you no, uh, no. Stop it. I won't. <laughs> that song oh, is a f- that song's a fucking abomination. Out there. I want to throw two things out there before I go. All right. One, you got a minute. Um, I love my education. I'm really proud of myself for getting to my doctorate and doing all that kind of stuff. I think it's great. I hate that I have to pay for it in the way that I do, but whatever, it's worth it. And I get to make people call me doctor, and that's kind of dope. Two, one time. For all of you guys, all you turnips, uh, I at one point was really not sure what I was going to do, and I bet Kenny doesn't remember this, but Kenny and Susan and I were hanging out one night, and I was not sure about if I should keep going where I was going toward my PhD, and Kenny told me, get it done, bitch. Like in a nice way though, like not in a mean way. Where you yeah. say bitch. I don't but think I said. I don't think I said bitch. the b word. I don't think I said. I the remember B-word. you. You said something like that, and you were like, "Get it done. You can do it, and you should." And I have never been more proud of myself uh, than when I got that done. 
Uh, and I'm really happy to be able to call myself Dr. Zelda McGregor now. Yeah. But, like, Dr. Master Master. Took, that's right. Dr. Master Master. Don't forget it. But it's yeah. Kenny and Susan uh, to get me over that finish line because I really need to hear that. So it was really awesome. And thank you so much, Kenny. And, um, also, yeah, I'm full on for Elizabeth Warren. So if anyone wants to help, I'm here. There we go. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you have a great night. Uh, thank you for calling and checking in with us and everything. And uh, let us know when you're coming back our way. And hell, maybe you should come I to. You should you. come to Rain come and Bob. Have an endorsement. Yeah, come to come to Rain and Bob's show or, or show party. It was ah. a show. It was a show. Come <laughs> to Bob and Rain's party I next year. I wish I had known about it. I probably would have gone to that. Oh, right. so yeah, next year. We'll work it all out. Yeah. Definitely. All right, Zelda. Have a done. great night. Love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye bye. Love Bye-bye. you, Nanette. All right. Bye, so Dr. Master Master. Zelda, Zelda yeah. has endorsed Elizabeth Warren. Perfectly understandable. And but well, here's the thing, if I remember correctly, Zelda was a very big Bernie person. I don't remember. So I think that's great. I think it's awesome. I'm not knocking Bernie at all. I yeah. just think it's. I think this is some turn up the night news. That's good. That's good. So we'll give an amen to that. Amen. But um, <clears throat> excuse me while I clear my throat. Excuse me while I clear my throat. <laughs> um, uh, nobody's going to scream if I do that. I don't think. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. The Green News Report's coming up. We're going to do some, uh, hopefully, a little bit of lightning round name-calling with our guy Tuesday, Joe Santorsa. And uh, we'll uh, get through name-calling. Let us know if there's any birthdays we need to give shout-outs for. John Boehner is waiting in the wings. He's been really not very busy lately. So, uh, And if you're lucky, we might have a special appearance later tonight from Little Jeff. We'll take a listener poll. If you want me, because he's, he's he's not doing too good. I don't know. Uh, so uh, what? What? I must wait. Kenny must have missed it. Missed what? Oh, she did say. Oh, apparently Zelda said penis. Oh, yeah. yeah don't right. say penis in this. Nope. Oh, shit. No penis. <laughs> Get out of my house. I'm just hitting whatever buttons in front of me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. Break time. Green news report. And yeah, let me know if you want to hear from Little Jeff tonight. We'll uh, we'll see what his Fourth uh, of July plans are. Maybe he's gonna ride a bottle rocket to the moon. <laughs> uh, Joe likes that idea. <laughs> I have some ideas for him. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll get him up, and you can run those ideas past him. Oh, okay. All right, break time. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night after the Green News Report. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, July 2nd, 2019. Green News Report special coverage. We're here in Miami, which is already experiencing serious flooding on sunny days as a result of sea level rise. Climate change finally gets some airtime in the first 2020 Democratic presidential primary debates. Green News Report special coverage straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Does your plan save Miami? That is is the biggest softball a presidential candidate can hope for. I don't care what anyone says. I believe the people of this great city should not drown. (laughs) 
This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, before we get to your debate coverage, some pretty crazy, insane weather around the globe, including, if I'm right about this, five feet of hail in a Mexican city on Monday? Yes, it was pretty pretty dramatic. Yeah. And that's not all. France broke its all-time high temperature record, 115 degrees Fahrenheit, shattered the previous record by three degrees. Other temperature records fell in Germany and Switzerland and Italy. It's hot out there. Well, as usual, nothing to worry about. The Democrats have it all covered, apparently, according to their first presidential debate of the 2020 presidential season. Yes, it was good timing for man-made climate change to finally get some airtime in a presidential debate. Some, not much. No, it only got about 15 minutes total over those two nights at the debates in Miami, so viewers didn't really get any details on how the candidates proposed to address one of the most consequential and complex issues that all future presidents will face. All of the candidates accept the science of climate change and the necessity of climate action but their plans do differ on specifics, speed, and scope. All would rejoin the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement, from which President Trump plans to withdraw. Some used climate change to attack Trump. Here's California Senator Kamala Harris. I don't even call it climate change. It's a climate crisis. It represents an existential threat to us as a species. And the fact that we have a president of the United States who has embraced science fiction over science fact will be to our collective peril. And here's Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. What the president of the United States should do is not deny the reality of climate change, but tell the rest of the world that instead of spending a trillion and a half dollars on weapons of destruction, let us get together for the common enemy. And that is to transform the world's energy system away from fossil fuel to energy efficiency and sustainable energy. Former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper used his time to dismiss the Green New Deal resolution in the House of Representatives that seeks to create jobs by building infrastructure and addressing environmental injustice. Republicans have attacked the Green New Deal as socialism. The bottom line is if we don't clearly define that we are not socialists, the Republicans are going to come at us every way they can and and call us socialists. We can't promise every American a government job. We should note that Hickenlooper, as governor of Colorado, was a big supporter of the fossil fuel industry and helped promote fracking around the state. Other candidates mentioned specific policies. Both former Maryland Congressman John Delaney and Mayor Pete Buttigieg of South Bend, Indiana, called for a carbon tax with a dividend that returns all of the revenue directly to households. Here's Buttigieg. We need aggressive and ambitious measures. It's why we need to do a carbon tax and dividend. But I would propose we do it in a way that is rebated out to the American people in a progressive fashion so that most Americans are made more than whole. Former Vice President Joe Biden called for for massive investments in research and development and called for building out an electric vehicle charging network. I would immediately insist that we, in fact, build 500,000 recharging stations throughout the United States of America so that we can go to a full electric vehicle future. Washington State Governor Jay Inslee and Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts both focused on the economic benefits of transitioning away from fossil fuels. Here's Governor Inslee, who has focused his entire presidential campaign on combating climate change. We know that we 
we can put millions of people to work in the clean energy jobs of the future. And then we can do what America always does, lead the world and invent the future and put people to work. Senator Warren focused on exporting U.S. clean energy technology to the world. There's going to be a worldwide need for green technology, ways to clean up the air, ways to clean up the water. There's a $23 trillion market coming for green products. We should be the leaders and the owners, and we should have that 1.2 million manufacturing jobs here in America. Well, I'll tell you, that sounded as much not like a Republican debate as pretty much anything I've ever heard. (laughs) Yes, I would agree. Nice to hear them uh, talk about some of these things. They could use a lot more time, however, to talk about their very specific plans that many of them have. Yes, and help the public to understand what they're all talking about. Activist groups have succeeded in pushing the Democratic National Committee to schedule a vote at their next meeting in August about whether they will hold a debate specifically focused on climate change. So that could still happen. Could still. For much more on the debate and all of the stories we couldn't cover because of it, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Maybe if I could change. Sir, you must help us. Our research has shown you were the only man old enough to remember what life was like before the magnetic storm degaussed all recorded history. We need to rebuild. But before we can do so, we need to know where we went wrong. You must rebuild. We know that, sir. But where do we begin? Four score and seven years ago, our forefathers... Yes? Huh? Our forefathers. Tell us about our forefathers. The Constitution. The Declaration of Independence. Can you remember them? We, the people, have a right to remain silent. Anything you say may be used against you. One nation, invisible, with liberty, and Christmas for all. Liberty? What is liberty? Freedom. <coughs> what is freedom, dumb? The 4th of July. What is the 4th of July? The day it all began. 1776. The day what began? The birth of the nation. The spirit of 76. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick, 
on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Patriotism is being proud of whatever you are and whatever you do. All right, welcome back. Sorry, I had to get the spirit of '76 drop in there before we forgot. Uh, of course, uh, well, the, that was uh, Doctor Von Mobile, played by Wilbur Ross. Actually, um, no, I kid. It wasn't Wilbur Ross. It was actually, uh, oh God, uh, Carl Reiner uh, from the classic movie Spirit of '76, with members of Devo in that scene, the opening scene of the movie. Uh, also starring Leif Garrett, Sean Cassidy, and... What? Yeah, and I think um, there was... Uh, oh, gosh. She was one of the Bond girls in the Timothy Dalton era was in it, too. And she she was kind of a big, big actress in the late 80s, early 90s. But anyway, yeah, Spirit of 76. If you haven't seen that movie, it is awesome. Actually, two of the members are of the band Red Cross... Uh, stars brothers uh in it too it's a really funny movie it is it is a, an absolute cult classic spirit of 76 check it out everybody anyway welcome back to the program uh rain from four freedoms blog washington dc you got to see this now don't you hi now i do it's keith garrett uh Le- leaf garrett david david cassidy not sean david cassidy oh okay so. well i'm still half happy because i loved leaf garrett yeah, Sean Cassidy it. hasn't done shit. I was ten. Sean Cassidy poster. doesn't do anything. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. David sorry, Cassidy I get. The, is dead. I, That's uh, sad. Uh, David Cassidy's dead, but Sean Cassidy's still around, right? Yes. Yeah. So. I still have uh, to watch the movie. I'm sorry. Uh, there's no no Parker. Of all my childhood crushes. And, and Parker Stevenson is not in it either. So. <gasps> Uh, <laughs> oh, he was my favorite Hardy boy. Uh, he was mine too as a child. So, um, but anyway, um, welcome back to Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Are you ready to do a little bit of name calling, Joe? I could do it. Have you seen Spirit of '76? No. Oh, you got to watch. Seriously, must watch movie for everybody on the Fourth of July. The whole movie's on YouTube. At least last time I checked, classic movie. So funny. Um, and. I believe it was one of the, I think one of the younger, not one of Rob Reiner's younger brother directed it too. So it's, it's really good. It's done very well. So, uh, yeah. And I think, I think Rob Reiner might've had a part in it as well. I'm not sure. But anyway, Joe, here we go. to Scranton with me. The place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to take your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Uh, oh, wait. Ain't here. no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. 
All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. And the whole movie is still available for free. It's from 1990, Spirit of 76, on YouTube. So check it out for free, kids. It's a Kenny Pick recommendation. You'll love it. You'll love any Kenny Pick recommendation. Probably not. That's probably really a false statement, Joe. <laughs> I like some weird, I, bad I, you shit. You haven't steered me wrong yet, I yeah. have to say. Well, once I start, once you start asking me about the Ed Wood catalog, then then you're in real trouble. So, uh, well, time to I, I listened to your Ed Wood special, though. You know. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Anyway, Joe, it was. It was who's out there? I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll ring Cl- uh, Francie's cowbell that you gave me every time you say a name. Oh, okay. I thought you had a firecracker uh, drop or something, but yeah. the cowbell works. Oh, do you want? Okay. Uh, well, I don't think I have. I just might have an explosion. Oh. Cowbell well, no, or explosion? Need, uh, you know what we need? What's that? We need we need more cowbell. Okay, very good. Let's do it. Okay. Um, okay, we have in our chat tonight, Francie. <laughs> more, more cowbell. Okay, Grimmy Lee. Heather. Jay Collie. Cat. Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. More cowbell for. Hi, Dad. There you go. More cowbell for. Okay. KT Kaser. Living on Long Island. Michelle in South Florida. Miles is probably there, too. Okay. Oh, the clacket got Miles, stuck. Miles gets <laughs> half a cowbell. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moon Mare. President Sandy and Durwood. Okay, this needs a cowbell and a laugh. Tim Coromal. Oh, okay. I think I can handle that. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, the friend. And, <laughs> and we have, last but not least, let's hear a big cowbell for Trojan Rabbit. Okay, we're done with that. that and yay for, yay for Trojan Rabbit's cat, Cleo, coming out of surgery. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying he, he came <clears> out. <throat> no, no. Oh. No, Cleo went into surgery. She had some stuff with a little tail, a little cyst, and she came out okay. Okay. Yeah. Cone of shame. So, yes. So. Anyway. The cone of shame. All right, uh, let's take more phone calls. 330-536-1466 is the number to call. 330-536-1466. And I'll put the number in the chat room again. Uh, and Cat is saying that I'm overselling Spirit of 76. I would love Cat to come on the show and tell me how I'm overselling it. What's oh, wrong with that go. movie? It's a good movie. It's a fun. If it's not Leaf Garrett, it's awesome. It's a fun, goofy romp. It's not like you know, uh, it's not like a masterpiece. But I'm saying there's some really cool people involved in it, I, and and they deserve recognition. I don't see that as overselling. I see that as stating facts, and I have facts to back that up. I still, I don't have facts Shit, to back this up. Maybe I don't. I'm sorry. 
So. Well, it, it doesn't matter. I, I didn't know Leif Garrett was in it. That was before, you know, got all heroined up. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, you know, but, you know, it's just a, it's, it's a fun kind of little parody of what, the, again, it's a time travel movie. And people from the future, uh, you know, uh, David Cassidy, I'm sorry. Yeah, David Cassidy is a time traveler sent from the future with uh, his companion uh, to uh, go to 1776 to learn about our history after a magnetic storm wiped out all of our information. But they accidentally go back to nine. They go back to 1976 during the height of uh, bicentennial fever. And it's it's pretty funny. So. And very okay. B movie like as well, so it's it's cool. But Heather's on the line. Hi, Heather. Happy almost Hi, Independence Heather. Day. Hi, how are you guys? I'm I'm alive in Trump's America, sister. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm feeling good. You know, I, I got a three day work week, so you know. And I woke up on the right side of the grass today, so <laughs> on the right side of the grass. <laughs> the right side of the grass. Okay, that's good. That's good, Joe. How are you? I'm good. Um, I had to call a friend at work, and the person who answered the phone is a Trumpster. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I asked her. I I didn't even think about it, and I Mm -hmm. said, happy fourth, and she... I said, and what are you up to? And she said, I got the day off. So it sounds like she's not real happy with him. Really? I didn't even want to ask. I didn't even want to ask. But Did you I know that just... she was Trumpster ahead of time? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Oh. She hated, she hated Obama. Okay. Thanks, Obama. Huh? Huh? Well, I yeah, did. that's how Thanks, you Obama. That's all. But anyway, um, I just thought that was so funny. So when she said, "Well, I got the day off," you've kind of you you felt like there was some disgust with him yes. in her voice. What? Oh, that's good. I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of curious. How, how how did you suss that out? I mean, uh, I'm a little confused about how she was like. Well, I got the day off. I mean, it what. It was, there was, there was, how do you say, it was, it didn't sound real enthusiastic. It, it, she sounded like she was excited about having the day off, but she didn't say, well, I'm going to watch the, oh, I got you. She didn't say she was going to watch that thing on TV. Yeah. Okay. She didn't sound, I'll just say she didn't sound real excited. So I See, don't think she's really excited about him. So you kind of expected her to say, "I'm going to go celebrate. I'm going to go watch Trump's uh, yeah thing something." And she okay, okay. So you know, it's <laughs> you. You kind of were maybe anticipating her to start bloviating about how wonderful Fat Donnie's celebration of him would be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's so a there's I, a, a an enthusiasm drop that you're noticing. Oh yeah. Hmm. So I'm I'm kind of I was shocked, but I'm like, oh god, yes. Huh. Um, 
<laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, literally, it's... This is a mess. Yeah. It is. And as crazy, as messy, it just... I feel for all those kids yeah, that this, yeah. are in detention and their parents, because they might not know where they are, it just... Ugh. Um, and AOC and Ayanna Presley, and I think a few other people, um, went to see one of the camps. Yes. And, um, supposedly they wouldn't, they took their phones or something. Yes. Um, really? Cas Castro snuck a phone in. Yep. I didn't get to see what he had, but I don't even, I just, oh my God, that would break, that has to break, that would have to break, that would break my heart, but mm. you know, I just, this is sad. And then people are saying, well, Democrats aren't doing shit. Well, guess what? <laughs> they are. I mean, as, as stupid as it sounds them going to see what's going on that's yes. not little that's huge no it is huge it is huge and from what i understand heather um the democrats went i believe that the republicans were also invited they didn't show up shocker oh my god so um, that's and, a bad bad thing but you didn't hear me say that and it's just <laughs> drives me nuts that everybody says both sides do it and everybody's at fault right now because guess what mm -hmm. I'm listen I you know I'm watching I'm seeing that it just doesn't I don't know a lot of stuff doesn't add up as far as what the Republicans are doing just well, it doesn't, it doesn't add up if you expect them to be doing the right thing. I'm really at that point. Mm -hmm. It doesn't that, add up because, exactly. you know, a lot of us want uh, believe that these are people who do, who, who want to do the right thing. And we believe that these are, are normal people. And at this point, it doesn't add up because they're not moral. Mm-hmm. Oh, and another thing. I shouldn't say this, but I will. Say it! Um, of course you will. when Biden said, once Trump's gone, Republicans will come back to normal. Um, sorry, that ship has sailed, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The well, the, well, the well has been poisoned since um, uh, arguably Dan Quayle, I think, really. Well, Stephanie oh. Miller said that, and I just, she finally, after about how many years, finally said it, and I'm like, I, I was just, when I heard that, I was pissed. You know, no the thing is. to him, and I don't, and another thing is, I don't like the Republicans choosing our front runner. I don't either. <laughs> oh, they can fuck right off. Honestly, I'm, I, I'm I've so talked about that before. Never, I'm so tired of the never Trumpers who are trying to tell the Democratic Party who we should pick as our front runner. 
or even like the that. Trumpers. Oh. There's even Trumpers oh, out there exactly. who are, you know. Well, you know, yeah, in, in Trump, even Trump himself is saying he he wants to run against Biden, and it's like, okay, fucker, you know what? We'll let you know. We'll get back to you on that one, okay? Piece and of then shit. After, after um, Joe's past debate performance, um, how did that intervention I go? I don't know uh, about uh, that. Hey, Joe, how did the intervention go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm we have him, we have him in quarantine. Okay, <laughs> you got him in quarantine. All right, very good. Yeah. But I I do wanna I do wanna just uh, just reimpress upon what what Heather said about Joe saying that you know if he gets elected the Republicans will you know the fever will break. That, no. I think that's his words, and I love Joe, but. You know what? That fever should have broken when Obama said the fever would well, break. And well, let, let, let's look at let's look at the symptoms uh, we have here of the disease real quick. Let's look at Steve King. Let's look at Louis Gohmert. Let's look at yes. Rand Paul. Let's look at um, uh, Mike Lee. Uh, let's look at Ted Cruz. You think Joe Biden is going to cure us of that shit? The only people who can cure us of that shit are Democrats running against them and voting those crazy yes. motherfuckers out. Yes. The problem the problem with Joe Biden is that he pines for the same thing in a sense that that Trump pines for in a, yeah. in, a, in another way. Oh god. In that oh, god. a time a time when Republicans were reasonable, when Republicans party were the it's, it's Bill over. Scrantons. Well, there were the Bill Scrantons the, in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, the Bill Scranton, you, Scott, you know, uh, Jacob Javits uh, in, in New York, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Nelson Rockefeller. Those Republicans, yeah. those Republicans are gone. Yeah. Well, and, let, and, and Joe Biden is used to working. He, he grew up with those kind of Republicans, and he thinks that 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 somehow it's it's. Uh, it's Trump that poisoned the Republican Party. No. no, the Republican Party's toxicity created Donald Trump. Yeah, go yes. back to Nixon, mm-hmm. Lee Atwater, Reagan, all those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if if you want to think that you can return to normalcy with the GOP, then you have to completely undo the Southern strategy. It's like saying, "Ah, oh, boy, I sure long for the days of KKK people being Democrats." That doesn't happen yeah. anymore. It's over. Yeah. It's over. Oh, and another thing, as much as I hate my lovely um, um, congressman, he, I shouldn't say, I do hate him, but, you know, he told a lie last weekend. Wait, who, remind us who your congressman is. Who's we, your uh, congressman? Fred Upton. Okay, and oh, we only have a, okay. a, 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 a I'll nice give you 30, sec- 30, 30 seconds, and then we got to let you go. All right, well, he said they were going to have well funding. Well, guess what? That's not happening right now, so, you know, I just figured I'd have a fit about that, too, so. Yeah. I'm glad it's not happening, so, yeah. you know. Not one inch of wall has been built that Mexico has paid for. Not one. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, or uh, thank really. Thank you, Heather. Uh, yeah, and thank you. Alrighty. All right. Uh, we we, we love you, Heather. We'll talk to you next time around, okay? Bye-bye. Mm-hmm, bye-bye. All right. Bye. 
So uh, always great calls uh, from uh, from our, our look at that all these great calls tonight. So, yes. um, but we'll we're gonna do uh, extended uh, open phones tonight because I have no audio. So if anybody wants to call in in the uh, uh, after the break, uh, we absolutely will. And I'm going to continue to oversell Spirit of '76 when we come back. <laughs> I am. I'm not kidding. It's a great movie. I don't think I'm overselling. I'm just stating facts about this movie. I could so, be putting out there uh, 1776. What's that? 1776. That's a musical. Oh, oh, I, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Who did that? I haven't watched that either. So, But I've watched yeah. parts of it. All right. And I love it. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and uh, hit that break. Let's hit it like we mean it. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night. Slap. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Yeah. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. Indie Media Weekly Radio. For those who dare. How dare you? How dare you? IndieMediaWeekly.com. And now, on with the show. Now, that's what I call a little act of patriotism. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide on this pre-Independence Day special. Not really a special. It's just a show because we're on on Tuesdays and stuff. That's what we do. But we have taken a lot more calls. So, all right. And, of course, uh, welcome back to uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hello, sir and madame. Uh, madame and madame. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hello, my darlings. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And on the line right now, she took me up on the offer. <laughs> Uh, Kat, uh, my sister from another mister out of Columbus, Ohio. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Well, I wasn't really calling in to tell you how it's really just a cheesy movie. And, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. Cheesy movies are wonderful. Yes. But, you know, you're overselling it by trying to make it sound like high art. (laughs) Oh, 
Where, where did, what, what did I, I say? What did I say that made I it seem like high art? Did. I, I didn't, didn't think say that. that. Was the case. I'm just giving you a hard time about God it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to break it. You totally uh, cheap I've, I've to me. So, wait, say, say that last part again, Kat. I've, I've taken butt and pushing lessons from the master. Oh, Miles? Uh, did it, or <laughs> yes. oh. Yeah. yeah. Miles, master oh, butt wow. pusher. Well, if Adam's listening, I promise I might not talk about that blowjob scene in Ghostbusters. Hey. So. <laughs> then again, you might. Adam doesn't like it when I bring that, that scene up. So. But listen to this. Here, here's a selling point on this movie for all the people who like love Guardians of the Galaxy and all all the crazy new movies that come out who have the that have the epic soundtracks and stuff like that. Well, this movie beat all of them to the punch with an with an awesome '70s uh, pop soundtrack. They have average white band pick up the pieces. Chicago, Saturday in the Park, The Carpenters, Top of the World, Grand Funk Railroad. We're an American band. Starland Vocal Band, Afternoon Delight. That song's dirty. Uh, Love Unlimited <laughs> Orchestra. On. Love Unlimited Orchestra. Love's theme. Uh, Maria Muldar. I don't know how to say her name, but uh, Midnight at, Midnight at the Oasis. Uh, oh. The Hughes Corporation. Yeah. Rock the oh. boat. Peter Tosh, legalize it. Blue Oyster Cult, Don't Fear the Reaper. Walter Murphy, right. a, f- a fifth of Beethoven. Bachman Turner Overdrive, Taking Care of Business. Van McCoy, The Hustle. Peter Frampton, Do You Feel Like I Do? Uh, Sweet, Fox on the Run. Uh, it, it, and it goes on and on. Wild Cherry, Play That Funky Music. Rick Derringer, Rock and Roll Hoochie, Hoochie Coo. Uh, Edgar Winter Group, Frankenstein, The Silvers, Boogie Fever, The Tramps, Disco Inferno, Bay City Rollers, Saturday Night. So many good songs huge soundtrack so you know but yeah it is absolutely just a great goofy cult movie that i i honestly it's like what it reminds me of is like comedy kind of like austin powers but done right you know well and you know it the the other thing about it is the the use of teen idols from that period mm-hmm. with, yes. with uh, David with David uh, Cassidy and with um, Leif Garrett Leif Garrett yeah and Kat, it, did you see the movie it, it's very self-aware yes I a couple of years ago when Kenny first started talking about it I looked it up on YouTube and watched it oh and you okay. gotta love it's Leaf Garrett, man. You gotta oh. love oh. Jeff and Steve McDonald from Red Cross in it as the the banana seat riding, you know, bicycle brothers <laughs> with the super long hair. I mean, uh, hilarious stuff. And of course, Red Cross and the Dickies. Uh, well, the Dickies did the theme song, and um, Red Cross did a song for it too. So, and if anybody's, you know, Red Cross isn't like Black Flag. They're a punk band from L.A., but they're they're kind of on the pop end of the spectrum. Very good band. So, they're they're more of a surfer punk uh, yeah. band. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, and and of course the Dickies. Who doesn't love the Dickies, really? So, Killer Clowns, You Drive Me Ape, You Big Gorilla, all that fun stuff. So, but no, it, but I'm glad you've seen it. So, so at least you can speak from experience when uh, critiquing my overselling. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> but but uh, all of that aside, mm-hmm. uh, the actual reason that I wanted to uh, call in. Um, so the last time I called in, I, I had talked about the experience with the uh, Trans March and Pride here in yeah. Columbus. Um, the night of the Trans March, there was somebody who went around that had a bunch of different buttons that, that were uh, different trans pride, pro-trans uh, rights type of buttons that they were giving out free to everybody who was there. So, so I grabbed one, and it's on uh, the strap of my purse. And Sunday, I went out to lunch at a restaurant that's near where my office is located because I had to go in and make sure that payroll got sent in on time on Sunday. Yeah. And there, the host at the restaurant was somebody I hadn't seen there before, um, young kid about late teens maybe early 20s if they're a little young looking for their age and very androgynous gender queer in appearance mm-hmm. and the name on their name tag was not something that was a typically gendered name i there it's more it's more common with males but i've seen females with the same name yeah so, so I couldn't really determine whether or not the the uh, host was a young woman or a young man. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they took me to my seat, and as I sat down, they commented on the, the button that was on my purse strap and said that they liked my button very much, and it felt so good. To, to have them say that because you know I'm the I'm the kind of person where I could easily hide myself because uh-huh. I, I blend in fairly well you know and I know a lot of other trans people who don't have that sort of privilege yeah. going for them and it's because of that that I try to be more visible yeah. because you know to, to me it's like it's not ever going to be the first thing I bring up to people and you know it's not like I'm going to walk up to someone and say hi I'm Kat and I'm trans yes unless I'm in the unless I'm in the context of the community where you know that's something that's important to to bring up but you know, within the within the wider um, public, you know, it's not the first thing I'm going to bring up to people. But you know, with with how many people there are in this world who think that they can immediately spot one of those people and know who they yeah. are and harass them and get them kicked out of bathrooms, and more and more, I'm reading stories about cis gender women who are being harassed because they're masculine looking and they're getting harassed in women's restrooms and they never would get harassed before all of this big to do in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I, I figure because 
that's not the first thing people are going to generally guess about me or think about me when they first see me. It's important for me to signal to the world that I am one of those people, and you can't always tell. Yeah. And to have this young person have such a, a positive response to that. I mean, I'm used to, like, when I'm wearing something that's got the rainbow colors on it, having um, queer, queer people, gay, lesbian, bi, pansexual, what have you, commenting on that and saying how much they like it, you know, to, to signal that they are themselves also LGBTQ, mm-hmm. but you know this is something that's a, a much more specific context, and you know one of the things that I've always said since I first started the transition twenty years ago was, you know, a lot of people uh, like the goal back then was transition, get to the point where you can <clears throat> blend in and then just completely disavow anything to do with the community. And I was like, no, because I looked around and I saw how much the the younger kids, who at the time were only like about five to ten years younger than me, how much it helped them to have adults who could model to them that life doesn't have to be horrible if you're honest and true to yourself. Yeah. So I never wanted to be one of those people who could blend in and then just completely denied ever being anything other than cisgender. Yeah. And and so, you know, to, to get that reaction was very validating to me of my decision to to let people know who I am and and this young person seemed really kind of excited by the fact that there is an adult out there that that gets them yeah so. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm uh, to a lesser, de- uh, a far lesser degree. I'm not going to say that I've had. I, I, I know what you're saying with, um, you know, connecting with a, a younger person about something not as profound as what you encountered. But yes, you know that that you know feeling that you're living your life right and you're you're doing something to to help inspire somebody younger. That's a profound thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it, it even meant that much more to me that it happened on the day that it did, which was the day they were having the big 50th anniversary Stonewall Pride in New York City. Yeah. Because one of, one of the people that I knew early on in my transition and in my... Um, getting involved with trans activist work was was Sylvia Rivera, who was on the email lists that I was on. So, you know, I have that connection to to some of the people who started the movement. And, you know, 
for me to then be able, be able to know that I can do things to help the people who are younger than me, the next generation along. It makes yeah. me feel like I'm honoring the the help that I got from the people who came before me. Yeah, and uh, amen to that. You know, that's that's important. Amen. amen. That's very important. And that's all right. And that's also why I get so ticked off when I see people who who have this whole I got mine and screw you attitude. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, uh, that th- that's a I've never really heard of this uh, until you're bringing it up now that there, you know, are people who would abandon um uh, you know, it, it's like once, you know, once they got theirs, okay, you know, I'm I'm done. You know, I, I've I've achieved what I needed to. Fuck all y'all. You know that that, that I, I had not heard about this, and but it, I shouldn't be surprised because people are people, and uh, you know there are going to be a lot of selfish movement. You know, not movements, but you know, selfish individuals within movements. Um, right. And, and that's you know that that's terrible. That's really terrible. Yeah, it is. And, you know, a a lot of those people are very, very similar in attitudes, too. Like, if Caitlyn Jenner didn't have 40 years of being a famous person before she transitioned, but she had all of the wealth and privilege that, Mm -hmm. that she has, she would be one of those type of people where she'd go, she'd do all of the transition, the hormones, all of the different surgeries that she felt that she needed to have to be comfortable with who she is, and then she would just completely disappear from the community. And yeah. anybody who helped her along the way, she would disavow if they ever tried to come up to her after that. And that's the kind of people that, that uh, you know, I didn't want to be one of that. And good for you. Good for you that you're not. So. And Sylvia was one of the people that were honored at um, World Pride Day, right? Yes. Um, there, there was one, one of the uh, Grand Marshal cars was, had a sign with her name and Marsha P. Johnson. Yes. Mar- Marsha was, well, I believe she was murdered. The cops rolled it a suicide um, back in 1994. But... Um, and and that car it obviously was empty, and it was just bursting with uh, memorial flower sprays and stuff. So, so they were they were definitely on. Yeah, and I think they deserve to be on it because I didn't learn until just the past couple of years that it was it was it, they were it was trans women who really pushed forward. The pride movement. Well, uh, the the situation, such as it was back in 1969, was that there were laws against wearing the clothing of the opposite gender in public yeah. in New York State. Mm-hmm. You know, liberal New York State, <laughs> and the Stonewall was a well-known hangout for the LGBTQ community, and 
the cops didn't always harass them, but, you know, if it was a night uh, when they felt particularly like they wanted to go and harass the queers, they'd go and they'd do it. And the night in question happened to be the night of Judy Garland's funeral. Right. And <laughs> they picked the wrong night to go and mess with the uh, with the drag queens. <laughs> uh, I yeah, that that's sacred ground the uh, right there. <laughs> but I guess the point is is that I, I from what I've understood that it, it, it's finally coming to surface that these were these were trans women who were the uh, these two women in particular pushed the gay rights agenda, quote-unquote, well, pushed it out into the public in, in a way that wasn't recognized before. Mm-hmm. And they, well, were, they were trans women. Am I wrong with that? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, there are people who will dispute whether or not Marsha identified as trans, but Sylvia definitely did. Um, uh, as far as the beginning of Stonewall was concerned, what happened is open to interpretation, but once, once everything started, it wasn't just the trans women. You did have gay men, you had lesbians, you had trans men all who were involved in pushing the, um, the uprising against the cops and their harassment. Right. But the, the initial um, resistance to the cops was the trans women, because the cops were coming to arrest them for cross-dressing. Okay. Okay. So, but... but once the the resistance to the arrests started, everybody who was there was involved, and then it was a series of protests over the next several nights. And some of those protests got downright violent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they did. Well, Kat, um, it, it was great having you on. I want to ask you before you go, uh, yeah. and thank you. That was a great. That was a beautiful story you told, and uh, uh, I, I, you should feel definitely. You you definitely should be proud of yourself for that. That that's great. Um, and uh, but I want to ask you real quick. I've been watching a little bit. I haven't seen a, seen a lot, but Susan is hooked on uh, the TV show Pose. Um, have you been watching that at all? I have not watched any of it yet. Um, now that the first season is on Netflix, it's something that I've wanted to take mm-hmm. time to watch. I just haven't gotten around to I, it. I'd really, yet. I would really love to get your opinion. Uh, so if, if, you know, you let us know, drop me a line when you've seen the first season and I'll get you and Susan on to to talk about it. Uh, you know, I've I've seen a few of the episodes, and it's it's it is some quality television. And uh, um, it, 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 I will say the the writing in it is brilliant. And um, you know, we don't have 
it's not a sh- it, it, it's a show featuring a lot of uh, it's about the late 80s featuring a lot of uh, transgender women who are are actually right. played by transgender women so yes and that's and, important and it's and from from everything i've heard about it it's also kind of connected to the documentary film paris is burning if anybody's seen that. I need to see that. I've heard a lot about it. I really do need to see that. So, Yeah. So, But, very but good. it's about uh, the ballroom culture in New York City in the mm-hmm. late 80s, which is the culture out of which voguing came from, which yeah. Madonna then appropriated. And, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I Oh, yeah. man, makes me so mad about Madonna when I... <laughs> Because Susan told me she's like, yeah, that, she stole Vogue from from all these women. I'm like, that fucker. So I was pissed. So give gives me a new reason to be angry at Madonna other than her fake English accent. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I know that it's up against break time now. So you are correct, and we'll talk to you again soon. But yeah, yeah, put that on your playlist yeah. and. Uh, We'll talk soon, okay? And thank you again for sharing. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. All right. Happy Independence Day. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye, Kat. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So, all right. Very good. Very good. Uh, We'll give one more more amen for Kat. uh, Amen. That that, that was quite a profound story. Again, I've connected with people younger than me, and it really means a lot to me, but not, again, I... Definitely not on that profound of a level. So, um, the 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 joy that I've gotten, I can't even imagine the joy that that gave Cat. So that that's really cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very. Uh, very. Uh, you know. It. You know. Rewarding. Yeah, again. You know. Cat's living her life right, and being an inspiration to uh, you know younger people, and that's great. So. But anyway, on this break, we're going to do something slightly uh, a little different here. Uh, we're going to listen to uh, a, a, a Spirit of 76 time, everybody. Back in 1976, there was a PS. There was a little like animated PSA put out called 200, the theme for the 4th of July. Um, so th- this is, uh, you know, from uh, what, how, 42 years ago, uh, no, 43 years ago. The theme, uh, the, the theme for the 4th of July during the bicentennial from 1976. Uh, so we're going to listen to that. It's called 200. And then we're going to listen to, uh, don't be a sucker. Uh, a clip from the 1943 anti-fascist U S government oh, film. I love that. So, yeah, so we're going to do a double shot, and when we come back, we have a couple Mad Libs. And don't worry, Rain, lots of adverbs coming for you. So. <laughs> uh, Thanks. I'm lying. I got ri- I, I made sure to get rid of all the adverbs before we did it to make it an efficient process. And since everybody said no to little Jeff, no to little Jeff. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Did we put little Jeff into the concentration camps with the little Mexicans? Uh, no, I just put him in a cigar box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. So with some mothballs and a uh, tiny little bit of heroin. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> that is so dark. Anyway, 
Uh, break time. Break time. Uh, yeah, we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Pick. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for the liberty for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Pick, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me? in this country of ours make my blood boil. I see people with foreign apple money. I see Negroes holding jobs that belong to me and you. Now I ask you, if we allow this thing to go on, what's going to become of us real Americans? Now I 
I've heard this kind of talk before, but I never expected to hear it in America. The truth about Negroes and foreigners! The truth about the Catholic Church! Do you believe in that kind of talk? Well, it all makes pretty good sense to me. And I tell you, friends, we'll never be able to call this country our own until it's a country without. Without what? Yeah, without what? Without Negroes. Without alien foreigners. Without Catholics. Without Freemasons. You know What's wrong with the Masons? I'm a Mason. Hey, that fellow's talking about me. And that makes a difference, doesn't it? These are your enemies. These are the people who are trying to take over our country. Now you know them. You know what they stand for. And it's up to you and me to fight them. Fight them and destroy them before they destroy us. Before he said Mason, you were ready to agree with him. Well, yes, but he was talking about... What about those other people? But in this country, we have no other people. We are American people. What about you? You aren't American, are you? I was born in Hungary, but now I am an American citizen. And I have seen what this kind of talk can do. I saw it in Berlin. I heard the same words we have heard today. But I was a fool then. I thought Nazis were crazy people, stupid fanatics. But unfortunately, it was not so. You see, they knew that they were not strong enough to conquer a unified country. So they split Germany into small groups. They used prejudice as a practical weapon to cripple the nation. Of course, that was not easy to do. They had to work hard to do it. You see, we human beings are not born with prejudices. Always they are made for us. Made by someone who wants something. Remember that when you hear this kind of talk. Somebody is going to get something out of it. And it isn't going to be you. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of My Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly, Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. 
If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you to all the other lovely locales that we've had callers from this evening. We appreciate that. Uh, thanks again to Kat and uh, Heather and Zelda and Grimmy. And did I miss any other callers? Is that all, all we had tonight? I think I, think I got it. everybody. I think I got everybody. So anyway, and I love I love the fact that uh, Tim Carmel's talking about Riverdale. Uh, because it, that, I, I, I haven't watched the series, but I'm kind of impressed at the comic book references they're weaving into it, because Archie Comics had a superhero line at one point uh, called Red Circle, and they introduced the Red Circle into Archie and the Black Hood, who was uh, from their superhero line. So it's, it's kind of interesting that they're doing stuff like that. So it's kind of like this Smallville take on uh, Archie Comics. Um, you know, I, I was never a big Archie fan. I love their superhero line, so I love to see the, these weird little references they weave in. So interesting. Uh, but anyway, uh, hi guys, welcome back. What we, we've learned a lot tonight on the show. Um, uh, and fortunately, uh, fortunately for us, after all of the fruit and vegetable talk, Cat uh, called in and brought us back to Earth and uh, gave us something yeah. um, poignant to discuss and zelda did too of course uh you know grimmy and so did heather so did heather Heather. no i'm sorry but but grimmy no no (laughs) it was fun it was all no very fun very fun stuff uh i'm not trying to disparage anybody it was a good show and thank you i gotta thank everybody for calling in and the audience in the chat all the comments i i read um i had no audio so you you saved the show Good look at you. Good on you. So, all right, uh, let's go ahead. I'm going to have to run as soon as this is over because I have a lot of angry cats. Three inside, one outdoors. They all want the gush, and I'm the guy that's going to give it to them. So, uh, our outdoor cat, uh, or the the feral we've been feeding, Billy. Um, she is she is a little bonkers cat. We got to be careful around her because she gets a little fresh and she tries to bite sometimes and like right now we're wearing open-toed shoes and shorts and yeah so we got to be really careful um i'm trying to get her trained if she starts to get a little too you know starts rubbing on my legs too much i I, i'll stand up and walk away you know uh or uh, you know because if i sit down on the couch out back uh she'll like start you know take it upon herself to start getting really fresh and then she'll she'll bite after because she gets all confused and excited because she's feral you know this is not a cat that can 
be integrated into a household you know uh, you know and again she's fixed we appreciate that the people at the hardware store did that um and uh we just want to keep her healthy uh as an outdoor cat you know so and she loves our patio boy does she love that patio <laughs> so <laughs> um but anyway uh joe shall we commence with the mad libs uh we can by the way if it was sharky he would steal your sandals and run away with them oh i actually left my flip-flops out there and she was making out with them the other day and i was like i really should take those inside so uh yeah sexy fun what a fun sexy time yeah what a fun sexy time for you yeah (laughs) yeah and yes and you know and that's her biting my leg so oh are you done are you done okay wow she's done uh so anyway mad libs everybody i'm as mad as hell and i'm not gonna take this anymore this is madness don't get mad get mad libs oh god bless mad libs all right here we go i think i might try and pull out another game night uh this friday post independence day we'll see or at least i i definitely want to do what the hell is that fucking price that should be fun (laughs) Another uh, eBay weird stuff edition. That'll be fun. Uh, so, all right, Rain. I need seventeen adverbs. Um, <laughs> happily, carefully, loudly. I'm kidding. Funnily. I'm kidding. No adverbs. I, I already took kidding. care of them. Uh, but I, I, I dig that. So, all right. Uh, I need a type of food. From who? You, Rain. We're gonna start with oh. you. Oh, working. What? Zimfkorkin. It's a pickle. Zimfkorkin? Zimfkorkin. Oh my god. I don't even know how to spell that. Alright. I'll, I'll find something less. No, uh, Zimfkorkin. Is that right? Am I saying it right? Yeah. Alright. Zimfkorkin. Alright. I got it. Uh, Alright. Joe, I need the name. Uh, no, no. I need a nonsense word. <laughs> and Zimfkorkin's already been used. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you something less spelly. Um, a funny word. A nonsense word. A nonsense word. Yeah. Boogledy bump. Boogledy bump? That's what I said. I don't uh, know how to spell it, though. I will. I think I got it. Boogledy bump. I got it. All right, Rain, I need the name of a conservative. Um, Hugh Hewitt. Hugh Hewitt. That's oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I know how to spell that. Uh, Joe, an animal. Animal. Yeah. Uh, let's see, a wolverine. Ooh. <laughs> That's a deadly one. And rain a part of the body. Um oh God. part of the body. I'm gonna go with um urinary tract. Ooh. Oh <laughs> that I think that system. might be a first. I think that <laughs> might be a first for the, the program tonight, everybody. Uh, and by the way, our chat room yeah. was obsessed with we different 
Urethra. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I like urinary, urinary tract. tract. I like that. Um, no, I, our chat room apparently was obsessed when it got to adjectives of something stained, like something like shit stained, barf stained, pee stained, cum stained. Seriously, what's wrong with you guys? Um, <laughs> uh, it was funny though. I was laughing. I was like, "What's the next stained?" <laughs> and uh, all right, so uh, Joe, I need a plural noun, sir. Plural noun. Let's see. Uh, perverts. Uh, actually, um, perversion is already in here, I think. Or perverted. Are you kidding is. me? Perverted has already been used as an adjective. So let's let's uh, shift that. Well, um, <clears throat> how about... Go with um, deviants or... Idiots. Idiots. There we go. Oh, I don't know if you've been watching uh, 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 Good Mythical Morning this week, Joe, but uh, they, yes. they were morally corrupt on an episode. So. <laughs> they were. Did, did you see that? Yes, with the yeah. pig anus. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was just the whole, you know, Willet uh, funnel cake. Uh, they, were, yeah. they were morally corrupt from, like, having all the good foods put together. But pig anus was oh god that was awful. Oh, that was disgusting. Oh shit! Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was upset by that. But um, well, speaking of pig anus, rain a type of food. Um, <laughs> type of food. God damn it! <laughs> type of food. Oh, Kent. Um, pig anus. Um, <laughs> no, Here. no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Joe. We got some plural with, nouns coming up. Go with pig knuckles. Oh, pig knuckles. They are delicious. Uh, they are. Never had them. They are. I, I think I've had pork cheek before. Uh, but Joe, plural noun. <laughs> pig anuses. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> God damn it, Joe. I had to. Rain, last one. Another plural noun, please. A plural noun. Yeah. Suffragettes. Suffragettes. All right. Suffragettes. Double T. Yes. All right. Got it. Here's our Mad Libs, everybody. Um, first one is Next Door Neighbors. <laughs> from... This is from, uh, let me see, more Mega Mad Libs. I'm still trying to finish this one before I get on to yours, Francie, because Francie gave me a big old book at the party. So here we go. Next door neighbors, we have new feces living in the avocado next door. It should be yeah. avocado. <laughs> avocado. <laughs> um, he is a perverted salesman for a phlegm company. And she Ew. teach and she teaches poop in a private pee. That doesn't what even make. What is wrong with everybody in the chat room? See, I think it's Trump's America. The cat pointed that out. I love um, you all, but what the what the? She says what? she says what's wrong with us? We're living in the Trump states of Trumpistania. Oh so, my God! Last night we were invited to their sleepy home. 
for a potluck hooker. <laughs> oh, 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 well, God. you know, if you're going hooker, you might as well go potluck. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Can, oh, my God. The, the mind races. Uh, at the thoughts of a potluck hooker. Take bread and dip it into the... Well... It's like spin the bottle. I guess it's pretty... uh, Depending depending on how much money you brought to the potluck hooker, um, (laughs) you probably do whatever you wanted. Um, And uh, it says... uh, Oh, and of course, here we go. We brought a phallic pig knuckle casserole. After dinner, we went into their itchingly decorated family fudge, sat in front of their roaring flan, and toasted heels. Before we left, our host insisted on taking out his explodey derp, (laughs) which we mistook for an ancient shart, to play a few country pig anuses on it. All in all, well, this is this is a yeah. All in all, it was a smelly evening. I I think we got that. I would, really? I would get that. Uh, and since then, the four of us have become as thick as suffragettes. Well, they were tight. They were tight. Ugh. Wow. All right. Wow. This is a. The next one is a concert review. Everyone. Throughout last night's. Jesus Christ. Throughout last night's uh, penis. Don't say penis in this house! Get out of my house! Uh, the cheering for the performance of Pearl Zimfkorkin <laughs> was so... Not Pearl Jam, Pearl Zimfkorkin was so deafening, you had to hold your tongues over your anteaters. Of course you don't. Oh. Many well-known cones of shame are calling it the impotent concert of the decade. For their their opening number, the band played their hit song Boogalty Bump, followed by their poop-stained rendition of I Can't Get No Catnip. Are you kidding me? I can't get no catnip. Nope. Wow. Okay. So then, as a tribute to the Beatles, they played several tomatoes from the hit album Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Belly Buttons Club Band. Well, when was the last time your belly button got a hug? Uh, unfortunately, throughout the performance, their singer, their lead singer, Hugh Hewitt, <laughs> moved about the stage like a caged wolverine, singing at the top of his tail. <laughs> oh, God, that seems plausible. Giving this critic a terrible urinary tract ache. <laughs> And that's the name of the show, A Terrible Urinary Tract Ache. <laughs> <laughs> However, the concert ended with the audience standing on their idiots and applauding treasonously, forcing the group to come back for three petticoats before 
the lint finally came down. There you go. Oh. It's our big concert review, folks. That yep. Was terrible. It was. It sounds like a bad concert. Pearl Zimfkorkin. <laughs> I am sorry, but those pickles are delicious. Well, and I, that the band Pearl Zimfkorkin, you know, they really have, have ruined that that pickle for a lot of people. <laughs> it's a shame. If only they hadn't have performed songs from the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Belly Buttons Club Band. Might have been better. I can't get no catnip. <laughs> That's what my cats are always singing. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Uh, all right, we got to wrap things up right now because, uh, again, I got inside and outside kitties that want the gush. I think uh, I think I stole that from Meow Goodness. Uh, I'm not sure. Somebody uh, said gushy food one time in the chat room, like years ago, and I was like, "Gushy food? That's hilarious!" So, so I always go to the cats. Who wants gush? And they're like, "Oh my god, I want gush! I want gush also, and me too as well. I want gush." <laughs> so they love it. Gushy, the gush. Anyway, um, all right, flip a coin. Who wants to go first? Uh, uh, Joe, give, go ahead and give us your parting shot tonight, sir. Let's see, parting shot. Well, as you know, he's about to ruin our 4th of July celebration. So this is a parting well, shart, actually. Yeah, it's a parting <laughs> shart. Yeah. And, and now I read in the Washington Post tonight that the Park Service is diverting $2.5 million yes. in fees. That's usually uh, collected, you know, uh, entrance fees and things mm -hmm. to upgrade our parks across the country. Yeah. But no, no. They have to use the money now to get ready for Trump mania. Shut up, Thursday. Shardapalooza, and uh, so they're they're diverting two and a half million dollars from the pot of money that should be going to improving the experience of people attending parks across the country. Instead, they have to be moving tanks, yeah, and uh, Bradley, uh, you know, brand uh, new, brand new, brand new to the hallowed Lincoln Memorial. What have we become? Is yeah. all I have to say. All right, and yeah. uh, well, what, uh, what, and, well, and you know, go ahead. I was going to say, do you want to give a little bit of a tease for the Tim Carmel show tonight? Um, I was on it. See, you just teased it. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 you did well. You did well because we we uh, we offered an, another new product from the Clown Cars line of products. That's right. Uh, Trump began from the people uh, makers of weed began. Mm -hmm. We had Trump began, and we we named all this genus names uh, the the common name and the genus of all the weeds and vermin that it kills. Yes. and you you got quite a few correct. I did, I did. It took me a minute to get into the groove, but then yeah, I I, I uh, well, you did. Yeah, you're yeah. knocking the ball out of the park. Yeah. So. <laughs> you won the clown car. You won the clown car uh, uh, spare wheel award. 
Oh, good. Maybe next time I'll win the Clown Car Air Freshener Award. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Well, that's a very, very high bar. But I hear that it's actually a pine tree that's had a tree peeler applied to it. <laughs> yeah, it's a pine tree that has <laughs> that gives it makes pineapples. Oh, okay. Or you know what? Uh, maybe I'll wait till Christmas and try and win the blood red, uh, you know, uh, pine tree air freshener. Oh, I don't know. We only have one of those. Oh, okay. That's like that's like uh, that's like the the uh, Nobel Prize for for clown car guessing. Oh man! All right, but There's you're something. in it. You're in it. You're There's you're some- you're you're right in it. I could be a contender. <laughs> you could. Instead, you get a one-way ticket to Palookaville. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rain. What is your parting shot tonight? I got. I got no parting shot. I'm done. Well, wish everybody a happy Independence Day. Happy Independence Day and fuck Trump. Yeah. And take care of your your critters who might be afraid of fireworks and stuff. I thought it would be Little Baghdad here right about now, but I don't know. I haven't heard shit. I've heard some far-off ones, but nothing major over the last, uh, since we've been doing the show, nothing major. So, uh, but yeah, everybody, uh, please uh, enjoy yourself. Be safe. Drink responsibly. Don't light off fireworks in your hands or in your mouth or in your butt or anything like that. That'd just be dumb. Um, And you know what? Just let the professionals do the fireworks, right? Don't waste your money on those. Uh, you know, get some bang snaps. You know, those little things. You, know, you throw them down on the ground. They go pop. Do pop what? Rock. You know, huh. yeah. Bang snaps or pop rocks. Do it in your mouth. Um, yeah. And uh, but yeah, you know, be, be safe. Uh, enjoy good food, family, good friends, whatever company yes. you're around. Enjoy yourselves. And I'll, I'll I'll be with you all on Friday. Yes, we'll be here on Friday. We're uh, we'll, we'll give a little bit of a recap. This is Independence Week. Week uh, is what it is, and uh, of course, I believe Miles and Adam are. Oh no, no, no! Oh, that's right. They're playing a game on the Fourth of July. So <laughs> I thought they were doing a show for a second. I'm like, no, no, no! They're playing a game. But yeah, so I'll be at a party. Uh, it'll be fun. But check out all you know all the other fine programs, including the Tim Coromel show here in about 15 minutes. Uh, of which was great. We had John Britovo, we had Kathy, uh, and uh, Tim, and Joe, and uh, was that all of us? The f- that was five of us, right? Yeah, Kathy, yeah. John, you, me, yeah. Tim. There we go. And, well, yeah, uh, the show's named the after clowns. him, so it's it's and good the, he was yeah. there. It, uh, so, so. Yeah, it's, it's usually, <laughs> and 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 the clowns. Yes. <laughs> All right. On that note, be safe, everyone. We love you. We'll see you on Friday. And uh, like they said in 1943, don't be a sucker. Don't be a sucker. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. We'll see everybody on Friday. And enjoy all the old-time radio programming since we lost our fucking music license. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Woo! Now, that's what I call a little act of patriotism.